The man in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't do podcasts. You know, I, I like Howard Stern. You know, old Stern before he started doing therapy and got all gentrified and shit. Back when it was just the whack pack and butt bongo. Before Bob Babooey got those big filthy teeth fixed. You know, but I, uh, I did try your podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's absolute shit. I mean, it really, it sucks. This episode of the Jay Dunn's Last Kicker is brought to you by Guys Note and Victor Wrench and Plastic Object. This program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. For Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Happy Tuesday, Matt. Happy Tuesday, Dustin. And happy Tuesday, Andrew. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Andrew. Welcome back. back. So soon, too. I mean, we've got the door locked. We've got the gate locked. We've got the house doors locked. No one's going to come in here and disrupt the show this week. We actually took the, the, the lock off the gate, or the, I guess the door lever yeah we actually had to repair the gate before you got here yeah. i got a little anxious when you said that like i'm trapped there's no doors out Mm-mm. there is no doors no no <laughs> you'll now no become uh, insulation in our walls much like what uh, robotuner has in his studio oh he took small children and lined the walls with them shout, shout <laughs> out robotuner there he is right yes, there right in there wallpaper with children's skin what that's weird yeah, so that sounds really I, i've weird. been <laughs> court ordered by a decree of the me thinks to knock this off at the beginning of the show, it is now official. There is now official Facebook invites on Facebook. You can join these event pages and whatever Facebook does in order to promote your shows these days. Because no one makes flyers anymore. I wish I, we would. I, I make a lot of flyers. We did. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I think you should. If you'd like a flyer, the Dangits made a badass one for the uh, Uncle Toasty show we had this past week, which we'll get into. I think flyers are good for the environment flyers are good there was a flyer at docks with y'all stuff on it for september 2nd yeah we'll get into that (laughs) (laughs) but this is our audio flyer october 29th lola's we've teased it we've talked about it here leading up to this but here it is at the beginning of the show not at the end of the show we got paid big money this week to 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 promote this right at the right at the get-go the Methinks record release with the local gringos and some band called The Spectacle. October 29th at Lola's. Uh, dress up because it's Halloween weekend. That's a Saturday. It's Ooh. Halloween weekend. That's whenever all the kids go out. Yep. We'll go out and then we'll go streaking through the quad at Not TCU. Good. 
You can bring your funny hat. Because we're right down the street. But Streaking isn't very woke anymore, though. I don't know if you can do that anymore. My what? body, my choice, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. They're just not I can into it. helicopter my little tiny dong around if I want. <laughs> I agree. As I'm running down the street. Got more of a tail rotor situation going on there. Yes. I'll run it by my woke attorneys <laughs> and okay. find out if it's a- approvable. How much does that approved this? So Who, Spectacles? Well, that doesn't. Well, oh, no. Jerry Jonestown Massacre's Spectacle HR. Spectacle fired their HR. <laughs> of the, I was like, y'all's HR department's a mess. Uh, the HR department said, we give up, and we said, no, fuck you, you're fired. Yeah. So there, there we is wanted no them to leave, so we had HR. to pay them. To leave? To leave. That's we a, have to pay their unemployment. get out. Strange arrangement. How yeah, much you have to so? pay their unemployment. There's a total Michael Scott move. Well, what does it cost to put a woke attorney on a uh, retainer these days? Uh, Well... It depends. If they're socialist, then it do, you don't. Right. You don't pay them. We right? just pay a monthly fee. It's called Prime the America. Pays them. And you pay, uh, <laughs> what, $49 a month to, to join Prime America or whatever the hell it was. And we, we have a choice of attorneys we want. I should be a woke attorney. I don't think it'd I'd work. be good at it. Would you, though? That would no. be an awesome billboard. It would billboard. just be funny. You, <laughs> the woke attorney. Liquor at night. Coffee in the morning, <laughs> and, and Matt, Matt Stubbs, woke, woke attorney. Att- wake up, be woke. Put yeah. you in a, a, a Goodwill three-piece in front of a billboard Matt. like uh, yeah. Better, Better Call Saul. Yeah. He's wearing a t-shirt and with like, a tie and a little handkerchief, and the handkerchief is that Coexist logo with all the, the different logos. Mr. Stibbs, we, how, how uh, what, are you eligible to represent law? Are you Have you passed the bar? Are we in Georgia? And I'd yeah. be like... Yeah, I'm no, but I'm woke. Good I don't enough. need to. I don't need to have a. Everybody would to be a lawyer right through that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. This like guy the, my is. clients would be like, "Fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thought this guy was really woke." <laughs> I'm not. I'm just Mistrial. here for your money. Mistrial. Yeah. Mistrial. Yeah. Uh, That's what it would be. Your Honor, uh, my attorney misrepresented himself. He said and he was woke. I, uh, demand, well, I am woke. I'm woke. I've been woke since seven this morning. I, I need demand, a nap. You know what? No, I, I need, just whatever yeah. the the county can give me for counsel, I'll take yeah. that. I don't want this the guy court, court appointed attorney. <laughs> yes, please, coin a court appoint me some counsel. It's all good. Give me one of those Soros <laughs> attorneys. You know what? Just validate my parking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> validate my parking. I'm let only me, here for the hoagies. Let me get a free taco at Taco Bell because of the third quarter. Not our that. score. Have y'all ever done uh, jury duty? Yes. I always get kicked, but the boot. I've never actually. Yeah, I get the set, boot pretty quick. I got yeah. pulled into sat on a jury. two federal ones. Oh shit! And that was I talk? didn't do them. Do them? Are you allowed to talk about them? Yeah, I don't care. They, uh, I got kicked out. Yeah, there's zero percent <laughs> chance you would get taken now. Yeah, I got kicked out. Were of you selected to be a jury? Or a no, I had to go through the entire day though. Right. Listen to all this federal bullshit. Yeah, it's not like when I've gone down for regular jury duty. Most of the time, you're out of there by nine o'clock. You know the the so like they don't need you. The justice system, the way they select their jurors, is so screwed up. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's basically uh, draft picks. Yeah, you know, you're trying to figure yeah, out. I selected mine. How to win just based off your jurors? I thought I had a winning team. <laughs> they didn't fucking like me. Well, this federal one, they knew a lot of bullshit about oh, shit. me. A lot of stuff. Oh yeah, they run those. They go Lexus Nexus. Was this in the last nine years? Oh yeah. <laughs> This was like four years ago, but they go around the room and they're doing stuff. And this was a, uh, a, the owner of a pharmaceutical company that had a a lab down in Houston 
was being sued by another pharmaceutical outlet down in Houston that said they stole patent shit for these pills or whatever. And hmm. it was like this big, going to be this big ordeal, but it's being handled in Tarrant County because the guy they're suing or going after lives in Tarrant County. Right. So they did it up here for some reason. I was like, why don't you just do it all down in Houston? And the judge was like, before anything started, he's like, this is probably going to take six to nine months to do and i'm like what the fuck what you can't do six to nine months for one of these things but they started popping around the room asking people questions and um what was the questions they were asking you they were just kind of getting into people's lives and how they believed on things and it was all, all the questions were different but when they came to me it's like they were looking through my chart and goes so you work for at&t huh i was like yeah i sure do I'm like well how do you have time to do that and also work for the dallas cowboys <laughs> and I was like, "Are you?" I actually said, "I said, are you, are you serious? Really? You do realize the the football season is only like seven months of the, out of the year. You you can do both. It's very easy to do both." And they're like, "Huh? I don't even get that. I well, get, we don't. We you don't even, leave. We don't believe uh, what you're into or what you're doing." And then they they it came down to. Um, also, we see you're a part of the media and you have a podcast called the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. I was like, is that correct? Yeah, it is. <laughs> We're done here. You can leave. That was exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, miss such and such. And that was. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, they're like, you can go down and get your $16 check or whatever the hell it is. Or you can just donate it. Yeah. I don't even go through there. Yeah, by that time, you just want to leave. That's what most people do, I'm sure. Yeah. I've gone twice and they eliminated me pretty quick. Pretty quick. I didn't even. Make I don't it even think I got. I don't even think I did to either. I think they were just like, uh, Mr. Stubbs, you can leave. <laughs> well, I got pretty mouthy. I can't remember everything I said, but I ended up saying that. You um, out. Well, it's you been so long. Can, you could still get a contempt charge for popping off, you know. But I popped off at the <laughs> lawyer because he kept questioning me. I was like, you know what? People can have multiple jobs. We don't have to be lawyers all day or have a silver spoon in our fucking mouth. You I like that. That's what shit. you were fighting about. <laughs> But he just kept harping on it. Like, how much kept more are you going to ask me about this? On it, yeah. over and over. Are you sure you can do this? How, that how, might have been a strategy. Your time. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. he might have been trying to get you to blow your top. Could have been good. I didn't they want anything that. to do with this. Nobody does. If I didn't you, want anything if, to do with that. If, if there's all to be on a jury, then you probably don't need to be on a jury. <laughs> the other thing was there were three retired judges in there. In the jury. In the jury pool. That that's not random. We're old, that and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, it seems like they should get the boot. You would think so. Well, how are there some three kind of weird retired conflict judges? of interest? Three. That doesn't make sense. Three of them. I had something interesting happen to me today. I'm going to be doing a uh, staycation, a cowboy staycation, uh, the, the weekend of Detroit when they're in town. And uh, they asked me, they, they had me fill out a survey for the weekend. And it started off with. Uh, just your basic COVID questions. But then it started asking political affiliation. It started asking uh, why I feel the way I do in regards to vaccines. Have I gotten boosted? Have I like it got way intense. And I was like, what in the world? Is this just what the NFL is requiring now? If you're going to be hanging around, mm -hmm. you have to you have to give them a whole uh, I don't resume <laughs> about what what affiliation you're a part of and what stance you took on the the uh, vaccine in the last four years and what you're going to do in the next oh and it even asked me about monkeypox really mm -hmm. 
Asked me if I'd known anyone that had gotten the monkeypox vaccination. It was very intrusive. I was surprised you know, that they send that out. You know why they were asking you that? Oh yeah, because for some reason or another, and this they're selling it blows my mind. But they're trying to label this as like a homosexual thing. The monkeypox stuff. Well, that was that was just one question. The majority of the questions was the uh, majority of the questions was political and COVID. Did you tell him you went and to they, New York? They asked about the flu too. Did you tell him you just returned from New York a couple no, of weeks ago? No, they didn't ago? ask that. And you were in the Brambles for a while? No, this was a survey. I didn't get to no. ask questions or tell them. You, I mean, I should have done it in the comment section. Let me tell you something about this uh, whole thing. We hung out outside <laughs> the Dakota, walked over to the Brambles rubbed for a little butt, bit. Rubbed our butt on the floor <laughs> in all efforts to get monkeypox, like, and we did not get it. Like a dog with worms? Like yeah. scooting across the carpet? We were scooting across New York on our butts trying we to get We went to the Linden Memorial, monkeypox. and we imagined that we had monkeypox. <laughs> I identify as somebody that Do doesn't you, want to be on this jury. Uh-huh. This I went to the museum this weekend. Wait, wait, hold on. What was this questionnaire for? I'm still confused on this. For my trip. Like, I'm going to be a, a – oh, okay. uh, I'm going to a hotel for a whole weekend, going playing golf, and then they going to – They wanted that. The hotel wanted that. Either the hotel or the Cowboys. Oh, no. What? What do the Cowboys or, or, have Because it wasn't – I don't think it was the, the beer company that I'm going with, but they might have done it, I guess. Huh. This has turned into. I just figured that, it was something because you were telling me, but that was about eighteen T, wasn't it? I thought that's when you're gone, gone. That's what I thought. No, this is in. This is going to be. I'm going to be staying at like a, a, a local of this month, October. You're gone that week, aren't you? Coming right back, and I'll you're be going, back straight, and to going that? straight to the hotel at the uh, out in, at the uh, place at the place and staying the weekend, playing golf and then partying and then going to the game on wow. Sunday. <laughs> Rockstar life, homie. <laughs> wow. And then do you have a... You, and I'll probably hook up with you and be on the field. And then Merciful Fate. And then... Uh, When's Merciful Fate? Tuesday. The next... W- like, when the Me Thinks are supposed to be on, which we need to talk about. On October 25th. I think 25th. we should all just go to the Merciful Fate. All yeah. of us and the Me Thinks. I, I want to go. I've never seen Merciful Fate. This We're, is a weird one. It's at uh, the Factory. Okay. It's King Diamond's original yeah, band fun. from... Is it the Bomb Factory? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a good It'll show. Be good. The visuals. I've It'll seen some good. of the pictures. Yeah, it's all upside down crosses and, yeah. and nuns being burned and, and then all sorts of stuff. this good guy with his guitar just like, hey, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah. It's funny. It is. Those The shows that they've been playing, that the Psycho Fest show was like, what yeah. the hell? All this crazy anti-religious imagery. imagery. And then guys just smiling and having fun. <laughs> These guys that would be living next door to you, you know, leave, cutting your yard and stuff. Hey, cut your yard, man. Well, I mean. You want to come over for some barbecue? King Diamond does live in North Dallas, so there's a reason it starts here. All right. Um, yeah, so you brought up uh, the Uncle Toasty September 2nd show yeah. that was supposed to happen on Friday. The show still happened. It's just Uncle Toasty wasn't part of the show. Right. And um, just to clear things up for the time being, because I received 64 text messages and direct messages on Thursday alone. It's one of the first things I asked you when I walked in. Everything like you could put an automatic response on your yeah. text. <laughs> Leave me the fucking love. We're all good. Show's been canceled. Deal with it. Um, the show was canceled because there's some stuff going on that I'm not... Privy. 
uh, privy to talk about it's publicly. Personal. Yeah, it's personal. It's a personal issue. The band's not broken up. Everything's okay. Um, there's just some issues that need to be taken care of over the next few weeks. Um, and once those are all cleared up, no one's in prison. No one's in jail. No one's killed anyone. No and one's, I'm not gay. And, and no one's <laughs> serving asking. jury duty. And I don't have AIDS. Everything's A-OK. Okay, so... Um, Anybody in the chat room know what that's from? I don't. I, I think I've got it right here. Let's see here. <laughs> oh, don't play Hold it on. again. Brittany and Johnson and Fritz are my best friends, man. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> and with me. I've had a hard time lately, but it's cool. Is I'm that you, Stubbs? If y'all it's here. here. it is. <laughs> it's our show. We're... I don't know why. And I, I said. don't have AIDS. <laughs> He's going through a hard time, but he wanted I'm to make sure. I'm pretty sure I was lit. <laughs> Man, my bass tone sounded good then. When was this? It sounded really good. You yeah. sounded a little younger. Probably than 10 years ago. Yeah, we were a little younger. <laughs> yeah, at least. Uh, well, no, it was probably 12 years ago. Yeah. 12, yes. 13 years ago. So, anyway, yeah. The, our shows have to be. Or we're going to cancel uh, the shows we had coming up until uh, this is cleared up. Everything's okay. Um, but the band's still going. Things are still trucking along. No one died. That was the the first thing was, did y'all break up? And then the second most uh, asked question was, did who, someone die? Who OD'd? Yeah. yeah. No well, one's dead. The band's not broken up. So just wipe that off your radar. Well, Everything. The, the reason everybody we'll was all up in arms is because the message that went out was so... It, ominous, it is yeah, a, cryptic. Yeah, ominous is a good tried word to, too. Yeah, I tried cryptic to tell the guys that I was like, that message is really cryptic. You might want to get in there and edit it. Yeah, and no one would. So finally, I was just like, fuck it. I went in there and edited it all up and made it a little cleaner, so that way, yeah. it would help. You know, last time we were stop the text talking messages. About what's going on in our local musician community? We were talking a lot about fentanyl, <laughs> and how it's yeah. wiping people out. I was like, huh. Hmm. Well, it's funny you bring that up. <laughs> is it? Um, <laughs> so, um, Saturday, I want to, uh, this was a long holiday weekend. Um, Stubbs, did you have anything go down? Exciting? Uh, I got terrible. Well, I got, ter- I had my girls, I got terrible sinuses and I think it's from all the rain, but it's I didn't make them. it out to the museum. Yeah. How was that? I mean, dude, we just got back from the museums of museums, so it was kind of like, eh. We you didn't go to the MoMA either. You went <clears> to the Fort Worth Modern. You went yeah, over to the Kimball. I just went to one of the sides of the Kimball because the other side wasn't open. Really? Yeah, I guess they're doing some some kind of construction or something. But it was cool. I had a good time. Did y'all uh, make it out to Cidercade? No. Once I found out you weren't there, I thought you were there. I, I was waiting that. for you to call me yeah. to be like, let's go. I should have gone. And I would have um, gone. But it was one of those days where, kind of, kind of like we were talking about before the show, where everything looks bright and sunny, and next thing oh, you know, it's a torrential downpour. You don't want to wake up, and everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those days. And it did pour while you were there. Yeah. But it was cool. One thing I don't remember, when we were in New York, the I don't remember many of the uh, people that were working at the museums having masks on. No. No one in New they York really had masks on. fully masked till it's the Kimball. Yeah, every, everybody in New York has given That's, up on all this. I would have thought That New was York. the thing that was funny. That's what I was telling um, uh, the people that I went with. I was oh. like, in New York, 
where I went to my last museums. Right. Because you're a, you're an international <laughs> man of museums. Had his, no, had his now. nose turned up the whole time <laughs> yeah. he was at the Kimbrel. I was like, which the workers didn't the the, the workers didn't have any mask on common folk but here it's like it's mandatory i guess that they have to wear a mask still and i'm like come on man you're virtue signaling all the museums we went to in new york no one wore masks so you're saying at the kimball everybody was masked up they were doing more virtue signaling signaling at kimball than the ones in New York, all the ones we it went to New York. It was so over the top that every face in the paintings had masks on, too. <laughs> they had taped them up there. They're like, this Renoir, we're just going to put a bunch of masks That'd be up funny. here. And- That'd be really funny. <laughs> with some, with some uh, what is it, some, some frog tape. It won't pull yeah. the paint off at all. I've seen the commercials. But it's funny when you go through a museum, a whole museum in about 45 minutes to an hour, and up there, that would be like an hour. 16th of the museum you just went through that's another person i was waiting to hear from jay smith it was our birthday weekend i was waiting for hot plans about that running around town setting shit on fire antifa style forcing masks on people yeah happy birthday jennifer smith and there's Susie. hey Susie. and happy birthday Susie. happy birthday we've started Susie palooza yet we're a month and a half out or a month out Um, Saturday I woke up and watched, uh, Saturday was the only day I really did anything. My, my, my whole weekend got jacked up and screwed up because I was up and down emotionally and we're going to get in this right now. Um, Saturday I woke up and I watched Formula One qualifying at 8 a.m. Because <laughs> now. Saturday? Yeah, I've, I've just fallen completely off. What'd you I think of that pigeon everything. red flag? <laughs> pigeon red flag. Yeah. There was pigeons. And red flag the, the the qualifying. I think it was the third round too, wasn't it? Wasn't it the third round? The third round. A guy that worked there because now the Had videos come. come out. A guy that worked there ran down. There was pigeons, uh-huh. and they were trying to get the pigeons off the track because right. there's a certain corner where pigeons congregate. Yeah, and it can be very dangerous sure. if a car hits those. It's going fast, two hundred miles an yeah. hour for the pigeon in the drive. But then <laughs> another stop down was this guy threw a flare on the track. Yeah. One of the big smoke flares, like a spectator. Well, they, or come to find out, it's a guy that worked there. And there's all sorts of conspiracy theories behind this, why he did that and everything. Because it just so happened to be after Verstappen qualified and got the fastest time. Yeah, and it, celebration. Yeah, and then it stopped everything. Oh, down. you mean you mean because uh, there was still conspiracy time for theory people. about someone to make a run at it. Yeah, at, at to, the time to get pole over him. Because yeah. there was still like a minute, almost two minutes left when they threw that flare out on the track, and there's all sorts of. Well, crazy what does shit. that indicate? I mean. Is that a well, a lot of people, the people in the stands will light off yeah. smoke flares. And the Euros. For the colors yeah. Yeah. of whoever they do they're it, there I think for. they do it at the Portland uh, football matches and the Seattle Sounders. Don't they do it some, too? Yeah, they'll, you know, it's just smoke. It's a Euro it's thing, just, no more than anything. Really it's dangerous. just a smoke bomb is all it is. Yeah, but that's a hot flame. Well, a lot of the new ones don't have flames, like the ones they use for photo shoots. Oh, okay. They're flameless and don't really get hot. But the um, they'll throw them around. And shit, and uh, you'll watch some of these races, like the one last or two weeks ago. That was just—I I don't understand how anybody lived through that. There was so much smoke at the end of the race. Like I would have been coughing and freaking out because it's just orange. The entire track is orange because they're in uh, the Netherlands, Holland region, and 
the they number do. one driver right now is from up there, so they all yeah. celebrate and go nuts. Man, so he is on orange. a roll, too. He's on fire, dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I watched qualifying, and then I had my phone popped up, and someone sent me a message. Says, uh, hey, are you uh, watching the Taylor Hawkins uh, tribute concert? It's about to start. And this is right after qualifying. So it was like 11.30 hour time. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. So I flip over to Paramount because you could stream it on Paramount. And I didn't know till almost the end you could stream it on YouTube too. Hmm. And the next thing I know, I've sat there for six hours. (laughs) Watched the whole thing? Watched the whole thing. And it was an emotional roller coaster from top to bottom because it started out super sad because the band Foo Fighters came out. Dave gave the speech. They were crying on stage. It's the first time they've all been together in front of an audience oh, wow. since what three years ago? The incident, uh, or earlier this year? Close. <laughs> About two, three months. Maybe was it yeah. really? Yeah, maybe six months. But Jesus. Yeah, okay, really close. <laughs> um, and they uh, so then uh, they all part ways, and they bring out immediately Liam Gallagher from Oasis, and they rip through Oasis songs, and so this turns into a cover fest. Like, they're just bringing out friends and all sorts of shit. And it's badass. Totally badass. And found myself watching all of it. March 25th. So, yeah. Definitely not three years ago. No, not three years ago. Right. Established. Of 2022, by the way. Got it. Got it. (laughs) Then, throughout the night, you know, they're just bringing people out. They brought Rush out. They brought Queen out. They brought, and I'm like, God damn, this is a whole who's who of everything, you know. The first time uh, them Crooked Vultures have played together in 12 years. Wow, which, it's already been 12 years since they played? Yeah. Oh, just Goodness, was, man. Uh, four weeks ago. Josh, yeah. <laughs> oh, your time <laughs> Your timetable's weird, just man. Just don't let me miss the event. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, we already had it. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> But uh, Josh from Queen Stoge Age came out with Nile Rodgers, and they ripped through, through some Bowie tunes. And God, Josh sounded just like David Bowie. If you closed your eyes, he sang, um, uh, fucking, I forgot what the song was. God dang it. But it, it, he sounded dead on. Like, I, you, I just closed my eyes and was like, holy shit. And it, he should do that. Like, do a whole, Queen Stone Age should do a whole Bowie set, I think. Because it was so good. And then um, at the end of the night, once everything kind of ran through the gamut, the Foo Fighters came out and played, and Dave couldn't get through the first song. He broke down crying in the middle of the song um, because he played at times like these. And it stopped it all down. And then he composed himself, and the band went on to finish it. And the set was badass. And then out of nowhere, they're like... um, we have another special guest that just decided to show up. We weren't expecting him and uh, don't really know uh, what's going to happen here, but here's Paul McCartney. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Paul walks out and he's like, uh, you guys know this one, you know, and uh, rips through. Uh, fuck. Uh, I can't remember what he ripped through first, but then they went through uh, Helter Skelter. I totally went blank on what they did first. But it was just like, and he's making these stories up. He's like, when he before Helter Skelter, he's like, oh, uh, this is an old song that uh, Taylor and Dave helped 
helped me write years ago and and Taylor had this grand idea on drums and we were going to double drum it and then him and Dave got into a drum contest but anyway it goes something like this and he just starts playing Helter Skelter and you see the rest of the band go oh yeah I know how to play this okay (laughs) (laughs) and they played it and then they finished out um, the second to last song they played My Hero and brought out Taylor's son who's 16 years old and plays exactly like taylor does like the mannerisms the way he does his face the way he's smiling and yelling and going nuts i want to see this this sound i mean that, it's like all that, on youtube that's a goosebump moment yeah it's right all there. over the there it was all it over was the webs too awesome and then uh dave closed out solo with everlong and that was the end of the six hours and now they come to the states yeah. to do it and i was like no oh. Let's see. How much will it cost me if I go to L.A. to do this? 700 bucks. 800 uh, You're way off. Higher or lower? 3000 For entry. cheapest? Nosebleeds? Oh, not for cheapers. This is 3000 for like where I want to sit. Oh. Well, these sounds like you need to lower your expectations, sir. No, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm not a I've fan. I've gotten here I'm gonna be because honest. I think about it up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't like tribute shows. I'm not a fan of them. I don't know what the deal is. They just they they come off hokey after the especially entire... the guy when you when, like I understand uh, some of the guys that were close to him and stuff, but they just come off hokey sometimes. And I'm like, this one seemed cool. All the all, I haven't watched all of it. I've only watched the like, of course, when uh, Grawl breaks down. Did you watch you when Brian Johnson happen. came out? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, was cool. that either. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Who else played with? Totally there was someone else. That. That, who else played with Brian Johnson in there? Lars was, was on drums. It was Lars, that's right. But I was like, Brian Johnson, what yeah. the hell? Because I thought yeah. he couldn't sing or do anything anymore because of his cancer, dementia. Maybe? Oh, does he have dementia? I thought it was dementia. He had cancer. He beat it. Or was it? And I thought he started getting stages of dementia. Or but it, he sang all those songs like, yeah, just no big deal. Yeah, he's a champ. Kind of like Ozzy, you see him, you know, hobble out, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden he turns into the Prince of Darkness and starts singing all these songs, like because well, he's sung them forever. We've established that that's Satan. been an act for decades uh, now. Him uh, playing true, up probably. his uh, mental state, Sharon, <laughs> with that bullshit, Sharon. So then to top off my day of uh, sadness, there's give us more, some more sadness. More sadness? Man. I went down to our buddy Jay Wilkinson has a gallery called um, uh, Dang Good Candy down in Sundance. And he threw together a special event for his stepdad, who I worked with for over 20 years. And at the Evil Empire? At the Evil Empire. He retired about uh, two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, shortly after he retired... He was diagnosed with uh, liver cancer. How crazy is that? Yeah, that sucks, man. You work a whole career, and then right after you find out. I know. I have a feeling he knew beforehand because his last few months, he just didn't give a shit and was (laughs) there just having fun with all of us and enjoying it while he could. And I think he knew and was like... You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go yeah. out having fun with the guys I'm do that I'm friends with and, and do stuff you know how I want to and yeah. I'm gonna go out and just do it on my terms. That's well, what anyway, you want to do, right? He was before he came to work for the Evil Empire, and even while he worked at the Evil Empire, he did a lot of graphic design work, a ton. Uh, when he was in the military, he did a lot of instruction manuals 
for like ejection systems and an F-16 and hmm. all sorts of stuff that he drew out yeah. and graphed. And then he did a bunch of graphic art for different bands. He did flyers. He did uh, press laminates, um, tour posters, shirts, um, all sorts of stuff like that. And then he did more contemporary stuff like um, some oil paintings, pencils, uh, drawings, nudes, um, landscapes and animals and stuff. And basically what Jay did was gathered a bunch of his stuff up and built out this retrospective of his life and did it chronologically around the gallery. Oh, wow. Mm, that's cool. And it was fucking awesome. Now, here's what he did was it was all a surprise. Because Larry thought he was going down there to see one of Jay's new exhibits. Oh, shit. And when he walked in the door, it was all friends and family from all over. From He, he graduated, graduated from LD Bell also. So a bunch of the guys he graduated with, um, blues artist uh, Buddy Winnington, his family was there. Because um, he did a bunch of work for him. And... Um, just it was the the place was packed with people that knew him and loved him. He even if you if you've read this week's Fort Worth Weekly, he's on the cover of the Fort Worth Weekly. His art's on the Fort Worth cover of the Fort Worth Weekly. Uh, Eddie Brown copy. I don't remember. Did a write up. It's got the eagle on it. Okay, yeah, Brown, did, yeah, okay, yeah. Eddie Brown did a good uh, little write up on it. He was down there, and um, it was a really really cool cool event and. You know, I walked up to him. I was like, "Man, wait, what do you think about all this?" He's like, "I don't know. I'm still soaking it all in." <laughs> He's like, "I can't believe this." Wow. Yeah. He's like, "I haven't even gone all the way around the gallery yet." And shortly after that, Jay came over, and he's in a wheelchair now. Uh-huh. That's it. Mm-hmm. And pushed him, see? pushed him around the uh, gallery, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. it was awesome. <laughs> it was a a really really cool night. You know, makes you think about a lot of things. I left there just. My mind just racing. This was all and everything you were just stuff. talking about was this weekend. Was Saturday, Saturday night, and it just it's too like, much. <laughs> it really like my whole <laughs> my <laughs> Saturday was a like I said a huge roller coaster. Did ride. You switched to Velcro shoes by the end of the day. I uh, <laughs> I switched to very very heavy whiskey, Damn. very very high dollar heavy whiskey. That mm. was good, but it was it was heavy. It was. A crazy day, but I'm glad he got that um, while he's still here. Yeah. Because... Um, that was this. This is weird. That's awesome. Just kidding. That? That's not... That wasn't there. Oh, well, I like it anyway. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but um, that was my Saturday. Sunday, I really didn't do much. That was my, me climbing out of the hole on Sunday, and then <laughs> Monday, I took those last few steps climbing out of the hole. <laughs> it took Jesus. two days to recover. <laughs> I was like, shit. Well, you picked a good day for uh, recovery, then Sunday was beautiful. The weather was great. Till it came a torrential downpour. It was a here. good way to end all that beauty. <laughs> yeah. It, it will have rain again, probably what, six months? Yeah. That was our little rain. Actually, we're getting into the good time of year, so it's going to rain. We are. It's time to camp. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You yeah, know what's happening this week, don't you? What? The tent goes back on top of my truck. Because <laughs> you got to be ready. I am. I will be at the ready. Yeah. Is that your, your forerunner? Yeah. Yeah. I got a rooftop tent for it. So it's going back on it tonight. Is that thing hard to get up there and mount? It's 100 pounds. takes at least two oh, people. Oh, neighbors get upset yeah. when you mount it. Why? Because you got to ask them to come over kinda and help? Kind of weird. There's a man mounting his car up there. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a Reddit called uh, Dragon's Fucking Cars or something like that. I don't want to see that. 
You really don't. No, I don't. So, did you do anything exciting this weekend, Andrew, as we turn to you? Before you got into Sad Saturday, I was trying to brainstorm, and then you threw me off track. Um, I can't remember a whole lot. I've been preparing for that event. Man. That's what I was going to say. You've been Just spending this weekend preparing? Ducking your head and doing work, huh? Took some breaks, though. We went out to the lake, and that's the first time I've been out to Eagle Mountain this, this year, this summer. You and got a boat? No, not anymore. I used to. I used to have a... Uh, 25 or 26 foot long Cuddy cabin. Uh, it was a Glastron with a Maracruz 5.3. And what the fuck, let's go fishing, man, man. It was sweet. It was. Sweet. Well, he you doesn't can, have. You don't have, don't it, anymore, have it, right? it anymore. I got rid of. Get it, it back. Let's go fishing. Well, the thing was, it was a 1990, and that bitch had problems. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't sleep in it with the engine running. Which is what you had to do. To, well, no, even with the engine off, if you had shore power on, there would still be a just an absurd amount of. Uh, fumes from the engine. Oh yeah, really? you couldn't sleep in the. That's damn the way thing. my grandpa's whaler was. It's like, <sighs> so what I would do is I'd open the engine compartment, I'd put a box fan in there, point it out, and that would work. But now you're trapped in the boat, kind of like you'd have to figure out how to navigate that if you need to exit the boat. But um, anyway, got rid of it, and uh, I'd love to have another one. But I love that Eagle Mountain Lake. Uh, my second, Eagle Mountain Lake's awesome. Second favorite lake is PK, but Eagle Mountain's right here. Yeah, and. It's, PK is awesome too. We got some awesome lakes within hour and a half drive from yeah. here. And then Man, East Ray Texas Roberts has a bunch is of, awesome. Yeah. Ray Roberts is the best crappie lake, I think, in the country. The country. You a big crappie man? I used to. I don't fish much anymore. You ever but done any to, offshore of, fishing? Yeah. That ruined freshwater fishing for me. It does. Oh, really? It? Yeah. It did for me it for is a fun. long time. I have not been freshwater fishing in a decade. And I went on a spoiler with... one too. Like I went on a like my, I went on a buddy's boat like uh, way out, like sixty miles outside of like going away from Pensacola into the Gulf. Oh damn! Yeah, and it, we I got spoiled. My first deep sea fishing trip, I was like, uh, when I came back and a group of friends and. Of mine wanted to go down to like uh, Port Aransas or something and yeah. go take one of those charters. Like this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They're all having a blast. I'm like, this is, this is in a deep sea. See, and I wonder about trip. that because I got a I got a uh, friend I graduated with, and she's always like, come down, bring your bring your buddies, let's go down, let's go fishing. She has a boat. Yeah, they do, do a, They do a charter. Yeah. Well, the charters. That's the thing. Is I think. When you go on charters, you go to places that are usually fished. They tell you they're not taking you to places that are always fished, but they are. They're taking you to places that are I've always fished. They've got waypoints saved, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's what was cool about this trip. This was all private and just two fishing buddies that go get their bait in the bay. Like, we would go out this – we went out this lagoon, found uh, – caught up to someone, bought, uh, you know, bait, and then uh, just went out into the ocean. It was kind of scary, too. It is, yeah. Seeing saw some weird stuff out there. She too. was always like, "We'll go we get some do it. shark. We'll go get some. Let's all go down there and do it. Big trip. Let's I'm do it. I'm not and kidding, dude. I, I've been looking I, for. I'm an not, not going to turn down any fishing trip. Yeah. Well, we did one out of uh, Port Aransas that was. But I did. You do. When? Let's go out the grasslands and go fishing. I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> Let's go out the Brazos. If I have fishing. something going on, but if do you know how many times? It's funny you said that because you know how many times I used my uh, fishing license this year. Zero. Zero. <laughs> oh, I fished. I fished in Arkansas. Just expired, didn't it? Yeah, just God expired. Damn it! I, gotta I fished in Arkansas, but I didn't fish in Texas. <laughs> I, d- so I had a red drum tag. Zero. I had a red drum tag that I wanted to go down and use. 
Should have tried. The only place Fuck. that I know of is Port Aransas. They've got this place called Dolphin Dogs, and we did an eighty-hour fishing trip out of there. And damn, man, when I say miserable, yeah, it was absolutely That's too miserable. long. I get, I get done, but it's an experience. Yeah, and I would love to experience. What'd that y'all pull you in? Everything. There was uh, yellowfin, blackfin, a couple barracudas, um, snappers. I don't know the difference between swordfish and the ones that look like swordfish. Well, Marlins. Let me, let me Marlins. Marlins. Swordfish. Was it you that are freaked out by barracudas or just savage? Did we already talk about this? Uh, y'all did this on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Your I don't show play with week. barracudas. Barracudas freak me the fuck out. Why? Too. They, they don't. I've, okay, They're it's crazy. funny because they look scary it's as a demon. fuck. It's but, a fucking demon. But I've been snorkeling when a few came by. And it, they 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 took off. Yeah, like don't, they don't ever get close to you. Well, they're, they're always like, in pairs, this. and it's but like they, when you're snorkeling, like in Cozumel, you're snorkeling. All of a sudden, you see yeah. silver, and you look over, and it's like oh, this yeah. barracuda, it's <laughs> two barracuda, and they're it's just like yeah. watching you. It's like a giant piranha, and with you're a like, long, like a long piranha, and these teeth that come out. You're like their teeth. Yeah. They look oh, brutal. God. I don't like that. You can kind of see through their face too. Like yeah, they're they're the bony and scary. And they're not of this world. Have you ever caught a robin fish down in the Gulf? Are we done with barracudas? No, we, I mean, I still want to talk, talk shit. We can talk about the song now. <laughs> we can talk about the song now. But yeah, the, the, uh, that's the thing that I would say is always a nod towards the deep sea fishing and the ocean fishing. You have no idea what you're going to pull up. You can be on a dock in, in down, you know, in Surfside, Texas and pull up a flounder and you're like, well, how the hell did that get on my line? <laughs> yeah. And whereas, when you're fishing inland, you kind of know, okay, this is probably going to be a you know crappie well, bass. You know you know by what, or, what bait you're using, where you're at. exactly, you're exactly. It, where you're at, what you're going. Yeah, but for. that you might have a a kraken get your your line in the ocean. And the exotic stuff is cool, man. But just fighting a tuna, I mean, oh yeah, they get so goddamn they'll beat big, the hell, and they'll and beat the hell out of you. Wear out, and yeah. they, they dead weight you. And I'm telling or you, turn sideways or whatever. Yeah, and they, pull they you flatten away. out. You're yeah. pulling. There's the some ocean of those fish you. they got to strap you in. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like I, that you strap in. This is a big. Stra- when I caught my uh, Spanish mackerel, yeah. I was strapped in, but I was also the, 11 years old. So, well, and I was an idiot. <laughs> and everybody's like, hey, you, you though. <laughs> you want to wear this belt? And I'm looking at that belt and how stupid everybody looks wearing them. And I'm like, I don't need the weird that dick holster. Yeah. For Dude, the rod. I fought that tuna for maybe three minutes, and I was like, please give me a belt. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And it, but that I'm telling you, that's what ruined freshwater fishing for you me. You know was what the long, tunas. the longest it took me to reel in a fish was I was a kid in junior high and I we put some wire leaders on it, uh, Lake Tawakini or Whitney, I can't remember one of those lakes, and we fished alligator gar and oh, I hooked shit. one and I caught like a four foot one. It took me like 35 what? minutes to get it in. Now, My grandpa a... didn't even pull it in; he just pulled it up to the boat and like uh, killed it. Yeah, well, didn't kill it; just took unhooked it. I'd have killed that some pliers. That's a scary looking fish. Remember the rumors are are going around mm-hmm. a couple of years ago about how alligator gar were were killing people. There was some. Uh, I think Gordo was all. Well, I thought some guy had his out. leg gnawed off by one or something. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Gordo in a, looked into it. Like, it was like down south, like Beaumont area or yeah, something. Like an alligator gar ripped his there, leg. And it was off. in shallow water and all this. Yeah. I think Gordo looked all that up, and it was all folklore. Or it was an alligator instead of an alligator gar. It was an actual alligator. I mean, you know, like here in Lake Worth. Uh, all the stories coming out of there, it's like, there's no, the alligators? Allig- there's no alligators in there. Seen and then, them. Yeah, and then you meet people that have actually, and I've, I haven't seen them either, but I've 
Been I know, there. I know enough people seen that them. have seen them. I wrestled yeah. one once. <laughs> I got we, one in my living room. Me and a buddy were rolling around Fred. on that Discovery Island or whatever the shit it is. And Greer the, or uh, Goat? Not Goat. The one that you can ride your bike out on. That's Greer. Is that Greer? Greer Island. That's yeah. in the uh, wildlife. Nature Center. Nature yeah. Center. Yeah. The preserve. And we, the preserve. we were up early one morning. We went out there and started riding our mountain bikes all through there and then went over the island, went across the dam and then went over the island. We're going around the island, came around the corner. There were two laying right there on the beach. Jesus, sunbathing. Like, what the fuck? Just yeah, catching some rays. I've seen them up on that hill from by the observatory. Like when you go up and you, uh, where you can view where that cha- where the where the it kind of is fed by what is that a river, uh, or a creek? That it's feeds it's into run it. off from I guess the Trinity system, right? Is it? I think so. I don't know. Well, I've seen some down there. Yeah, I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, they do exist. There's real alligator. I'll show you. They're among us. Tomorrow. They're among us. <laughs> so is the uh, the uh, the goat man. Well, the goat man. Yeah, He's for sure. There. The goat man is the, definitely uh, there since 1969. The pythons. Oh no! What? My arms? What they're are, finding, are we in Florida they're finding, now? They're finding anacondas everywhere Shut now because of man. promise, on, man. They all started coming in through in Miami, my and now they 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 all Ubered to Texas and stuff <laughs> now. They're all hanging out here with the I've bros. I've met too many uh, finicky Uber drivers with all their stupid rules to know that no That's Anaconda is going to be making an Uber drive here. Maybe it was Lyft. Way. Okay, Lyft. Okay, that makes it sense. could have been Lyft. <laughs> I'm still banned by Uber. So this Lyft is, is staying hard. That adds up. Like, <laughs> Lyft is like, well, we got you, man. This is uh, three weeks ago. Uh, if you t- if you go on the nature reserve, I got a buddy that goes up there and kayaks yeah. and fishes. It's really nice there. He goes all the way up to... Uh, the Eagle Mountain Dam mm-hmm. to where the fence is there. That was three weeks ago. Oh, shit. Show your camera. Uh, I'll hold it a little right. sideways. There you go. There's Jesus. That looks like a bit. Well, I, I mean, there's and no then, scale, but it looks like a big bitch. Um, that's him. Or that's another one rolling away oh, from him. Up it's into the moving. Fence. Yeah. It's a video. That makes it way more fucked up. Yeah. He was just like... And my buddy dropped his that's oar. That's Eagle Mountain? That's Eagle Mountain. That's the dam of Eagle Mountain leading into Lake Worth up north of the Nature Center. Damn. But, you know, they used to come up to the boat dock, the old boat dock, um, there at Eagle Mountain all the time, too. And Blue Bayou, that's up towards the north end of the north, east oh, end yeah, of the yeah. lake. Up Across there. from the resort. Yeah, yeah. Blue Bayou. That, there used to be gators all up in there all the time, too. Yeah. So I don't know where all these people are like, there's no gators in there. Yeah, there fucking 100%. is. There's gators in the Trinity in the river bottom down yeah, here. Hundred percent. They find them in River Legacy every once in a while. I mean, I don't know. They're why. gonna be around. Is it ignorant to like not be worried about that? I'm actually more worried, way more worried about snakes than I would ever be worried about. What alligators. I've always been told is that when an alligator f- builds a nest or finds a place to live, yeah, they don't. They rarely travel within a outside of like 150 yards of that area, hmm. and that they're definitely more scared of you than they are sure you of them or whatever they will run they're not going to just come right up and attack you now what's bad is like you go out on these like you go down to new orleans and you go out on these swamp boat tours they're feeding the gators and the gators know at this time a boat's going to come by i know to come out because they're going to feed me these giant chicken yeah and it's time for me to eat so they jump up out of the water and eat the chicken and do all this shit, but they know. You know, it's like it's basically like they're trained circus performers. Yeah. Wasn't there a show a while back where they were uh, going around in the bayou and, like, taking deer rifles out and shoot, like, 
they would they would draw them in somehow, maybe with chicken, and the alligators would come up and they'd shoot them. That was a show. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Gator Hunter or something like that <laughs> on Discovery. Well, they seem like it's, they reproduce pretty easy, so it's almost yeah, like a so. nuisance. You can pull species. a tag on them. It's a it's probably it takes here in Texas. Bit. Yeah, I think it's a lottery system, but you can lottery a tag. Yeah, and it's for certain counties, so. You have to stay within that county. Of course, most of them are down south. No one's hunting them up here. But. So do you have to tag them in, in uh, where those shows were at? Like the the uh, Louisiana and Mississippi? Might be different. In Florida? Because it's so... Maybe it different, but this is Texas. Like if you pull whatever, if you pull a tag in Harris County, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to hunt your alligator in Harris County. you got to be in a... You know, and you've got to prove it. Do they ever you've have like open gator a, season, like they do does, where they'll open up a county and let like you kill as many does as you want? Like they did Kimball, yeah, ten years or, ago, or five it, years ago, or something it, like that. I think there was a lot of counties that did it for the does. I know Kimball because especially we, down. We went down to Junction for a, a, a reunion, yeah, and like, it was open season. Then, you want. And we were talking because like three whitetail walked up right in my great grandmother's front yard. She just went out there with a forty-four and shot it. I was like, if I could get to my truck in back, I would just pop, pop, pop. And so I have a friend. Totally ice cube on him. What's up, bitch? Pop. I have a oh, friend sideways. that sideways. wants that runs detail. a uh, hog hunting event thing, and they supply the guns, they supply the ammo, they supply everything. All you do is go kill. They don't have a helicopter yet. Damn it. I want to shoot. They don't have helicopter. one yet, but it's a little. It's like three hundred. I'm like, I don't know, man. I could probably just go to someone's what? land and. That's what like, I was going to bring up are the hogs. Yeah. Like, I think it is permanent open season on mm-hmm. those things because they're so prevalent. Used to, you had to pull a tag, and no, I bet not, not anymore. Uh, the you will, it has changed that you can. I mean, but you don't want to kill a javelina or something the wrong. Like if you kill the wrong hog, like these these hogs that are a nuisance are a different breed. The javelina so you, know, you have to worry about are down like. The south. northeast. I was about to say, I don't no, think southwest. We had those over. This redneck would no, not have the, the javelina are thick in uh, northeast Texas really? and, and Arkansas. Maybe huh. up there. But the, south, there no, is another hog in though. Big ben. There's in big another ben, there's hog. Javelina everywhere. Yeah, there's another hog too. That's in Tex. That's a native Texan hog. That's uh, yeah. The ones but, that are bitches, the boars and the Russian boars. They're breeding and they're making <laughs> this weird cross. And they're going to Chernobyl. Thing. Hanging out, <laughs> taking baths. They're just, they're just fucking like eating Ukrainians left and right. They want to shoot them. Taking over borders. Havelinas. They've killed are, more Ukrainians than the Russians have. Yeah, Havelinas are the really aggressive ones, right? I think so. Unless we were talking about this today, because um, there's two. Well, there's a pet I want really, really bad. A Havelina? Nope. It's a warthog. That's it. The warthog. <laughs> The warthog is in uh, Africa, right? Yeah. Well, is it? It's in that Disney cartoon. I thought. (laughs) So you can domesticate a warthog really quick, and even if they're older, you can domesticate them really quick. Really, this is really wild too because they change. No pun intended. Ah, it's actually very domesticated. Yeah. So they, um, but they lose their. Tusk, I didn't know that. The man. They, they'll lose their tusk. Yeah. Their aggressiveness, kind of. Their aggressive, like the ones we had around our camp in Africa. Would just come up to you and play with you like, like they're dogs. I'm like they just what? rub up. Your camp in Africa? Yeah, I missed that episode. We have a camp down there. We go to <laughs> we have, once we have a, an official JJ, JJ team camp. camp. Nice. It's in the goals. the Maasai Mara. Hashtag goals. We are very good friends with the Maasai warriors and the Maasai <laughs> okay. tribesmen. And be uh, nice to those dudes. They're pretty cool. Why aren't those cool. pictures? I want to be on, on their walls. Where are those pictures? We can't put no. those up. There's. I have a lot of them on my computer. They're great guys. 
But um, the warthogs, like when we land, when we got there and we went into camp, I was like, we're walking by the main cantina area where everybody hangs out, the restaurant cantina area, with tables stuff, and there's these three warthogs running around. And they just come right up to you and start rubbing up against you. And, and I'm like, oh, oh my <laughs> God. Is this okay? Uh, Did they still have their tusks yeah. and all that? Oh, my it's like, God. Did someone – did I miss the email about the, the hogs? <laughs> is he about Are we cool? Email? We're all good, yeah. right? Oh, cool. Am I going to get eaten? <laughs> but they just smelled all of us and then ran off. Jesus. And I was like, okay. And then later, either that day or later the next day, we're sitting outside eating at this giant table. And I start feeling this thing rubbing me. It's your buddy again? It's and Linda. I, I look over at the, my neighbor oh, next Linda. to me and – He's just chowing down, so I know it's not him. Look at my friend Shelby. I know it's Wouldn't not her. Shelby? And I look at the table. It's one of the four dogs just rubbing my leg. <laughs> hey, man, give like, me something to eat. Getting way too fresh. And I reach down, scratch its head and everything. Oh, and it, dude, it that's walks wild. Up. So you can, you can domesticate. Huh. And... A warthog, really easily, and I would love to have. You know how cool it'd be to be walking on the <laughs> yeah. street with you a warthog to, on the leash. You have to name it Pumbaa, right? I mean, yeah. you don't. There's no other name for it. So, but what I didn't know is Havelina are the same way. If you, you do can, it when they're young, huh. really? Yeah, they're tame as can be. It's when they're wild and out running around going crazy that they rip I mean, everybody's leg off. It makes sense because all these people have these pet pigs that they keep. Yeah, and it's the same. So it makes animal. sense. I okay. So question then. For both of y'all, the whole world included in this, Dustin, if you could have one domesticated wild animal, well, I guess it's not wild anymore, but one domesticated animal of any species or breed that's still in, like, not extinct. That wouldn't eat my... That wouldn't... No, no, no. That th- wouldn't there's no meat? chance that they're going to turn on you. Okay. What animal would it be? A white Siberian tiger. Ooh, that'd be pretty nice. Done. There's no question. There's that's no very nothing. nice. A white Siberian tiger. Man. What about you, man? Hippo. Ooh, that's that'd be pretty cool too. Because you said it won't turn on me, but you didn't right. say about my neighbors. Oh, there you go. I'm going to have a defensive hippo, a home defense hippo, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cover it in chainmail. Man, when that thing gets excited, it's going <laughs> to screw up your house. You said it wouldn't like be a problem for me. No, I mean, it just if you rub its belly too much, it's like. Blah. You let know, me, a dog me. gets excited and. Blah. Let me make my own rules for my hippo. Okay. What you? What are you going to name your hippo? <laughs> I was hungry. I was, I was trying hungry, to hungry right, hippo. You know what? That's pretty good. See, I think. God damn! Can you imagine the grocery bill? I think just to freak everyone out. <laughs> That's the other thing that, um, as we're cruising around Africa on our safari, we hear this rustling and everything. You know, coming through the brush, and my driver's like, "Oh, this could be one of the lions. This could be one of the lions," and it's getting it's louder rhino. and louder. And he's like, yeah, "Well, maybe it's one of the rhinos. Maybe." And we're sitting here, and out comes this hippo. And it stops and it looks at us like it's just as shocked as seeing it. And that's the only time our driver went, Yeah, we're out of here. Yeah. Because they, no, you don't don't play they with bite hippos. your face off, don't they? They will charge the land cruiser and just yeah. flip it over like it's Oh, I've no seen rhino videos them. of that. That doesn't look like fun. That's like hippos when. Are good, bigger. Yeah. They don't. Oh, that's, I know. But in a hippo will actually. Uh, isn't it the hippo that was biting people's faces off are, a while back? They're extremely aggressive. I, yeah, because everybody thinks they're cute. You know what else is really aggressive are. that's actually around here? <laughs> or, well. A few hundred miles away is uh, moose. Oh yeah, moose are crazy aggressive. Moose How are f- sons of bitches. You gotta, yeah, got to go a ways to get a moose, though, right? I mean, that's north. Well, I mean, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred miles, maybe something. Are you talking uh-huh. Kansas? There's moose in Colorado, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure there is. I thought the closest you could get to them was like Ohio Mont- or something like that. Ohio but, but, yeah, is moose. That that's a dangerous ass animal. Yeah, and they're huge. They they're huge. You can't tell how huge they are. Bullwinkle was a moose, right? <laughs> yeah. He's cool. 
He was a pothead. Yeah, I don't though. think that yeah, works. He was definitely a pothead. So if you if you if you train your domesticated moose to be a pothead, he he he'd be calm down. Is that your animal? Down, Is it the moose? No, 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 no. It's not mine. I think my animal. I go back. I, I'm kind of. I love the tiger idea. I love tigers. Right. So, uh, but also, I think a big ass fucking lion would be cool too. Just people come in and you got a big lion, or we just talked about it. A big fat alligator or a crocodile that'd freak people out if they come into your house and. <laughs> oh, he's cool. Don't worry about him. I promise. He's I all fed good. him an yeah, hour he's ago. Good. He's all right. He's all he, good. He, he, he Don't just worry about he, him. He, that's his way of saying hi. Oh, go pet his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, don't do that. It's a joke. Don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't put his tongue. Just... Imagine the pizza guy <laughs> come to our party. We got a hippo, um, a crocodile, a lion, and a, a, a Siberian tiger. Everybody that walks in just assumes they're we're, oh, we're pumping some kind of uh, drugs. Yeah, through the vent system. Yeah. Well, well maybe have, we are. it's funny that you mention that because I have a great idea that has been brought up in the think tank of the temple. I was about- Not about the kids <laughs> yes. again. No, the meth, the meth <laughs> zoo. Oh, the yeah. meth zoo. How many times? Okay, check this out, man. Where is this goddamn picture? How many times have you gone to the zoo? And it's, in Texas, it's just too hot. It's too damn it hot. So and, hot. And all the animals are just kind of like this. Like, give them meth. Right. Give the animals meth. That's a warthog, and Did that's a warthog? warthog drinking from the swimming pool. Sure, friends. Drinking human's blood. Yes. I don't know. There's the warthog drinking from a swimming pool. <laughs> Looks was that at the resort? That <laughs> was at our camp. Oh, yeah. really? The JJTM? Camp? At the JJTM camp for kids that can't read that well. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> the kids that can't podcast that well. Look at that cute little we warthog. We take kids there. They were called ham and bacon. And nice. um, yeah, just ran around. There were used. There was ham, bacon, and sausage. I think it was. There was a fourth one, but two weeks before we got there, they were all sitting around for lunch. Everybody had come in because that's how safaris work. You get up in the morning, you go out safari, you come back for lunch, huh. you rest, then you go out for the evening safari. Oh, so mosquitoes? Uh, no mosquitoes. Oh, okay. No. Big spiders? Huge spiders? I, I even had was taking malaria medication that supposedly you can't take now because of COVID or some shit. I don't know. Ivermectin is what I was taking because that's malaria medication. Oh, I thought it was hydroxychloroquine. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's what it was. Hydroxychloroquine. Was, that was the one that you said will get like fucked you up when yeah, you, but, but, you up, but you're good. I was invincible. Yeah, I could I could stop bullets with my chest. You could butt scoot and not get monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> Your guys' medical knowledge is far beyond. I just mine. bent over and let a monkey touch my butt. And never got monkeypox. <laughs> Herd immunity, right Herd there, immunity. folks. So. Um, <laughs> So this this safari, there were four of them, and one of them, um, they came in for lunch one day, and they heard all this screaming and rustling in the in the brushes around the camp, and this all the warthogs shot off, and this one was trailing behind, and this lioness jumped out and grabbed it. You saw this? No, I didn't wow. see it. This oh, was too weak. shit. Grabbed it and ripped into it. And then realized it was right next to the table where a ton of people are eating. Like, she looked up and was shocked and freaked out, and she grabbed it in her mouth. Took off. And just took off. Dinner to go, baby. And then supposedly later on, she, like, went off and ate it somewhere and then came back and went to the swimming pool, (laughs) drank, 
cleaned herself up and then took off. That's a strong flex. <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm earning like the shit out of that thing. Up. Now I'm going to bathe in your fucking pool yeah. here. Yeah, she went and took a whore <laughs> bath. The w- one night we had lions in camp. <laughs> and um, it was really weird because they were around. You could hear them everywhere. God, man. And I was up. What is camp anyway? Are these just like $10 Walmart tents or what's happening? Oh, no. These are giant yurts with that are fully set up. King-size beds. And there are they're, people with guns. They're, yeah. they're beautiful. They're huge. The Maasai Warriors, when when lions come and camp, they haul out the warriors to the tribe that's sitting outside. They bring warriors in to protect the camp. Are these guys carrying AKs or spears? So here's the deal. A little bit of both, probably. One night I'm up at the bar, and I'm drinking. It's pretty late. I'm drinking with some of the other guys, and I'm ready to go back to the room. And the girl Texas I'd gone with... of Africa? She had already gone to the room. Yes. It was called uh, Kenya Billiards. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm walking back. All right, I go to walk back, and um, this guy, he's like, he goes, I'll, I'll escort you back. And, I'm, and we're talking, and he's carrying a uh, gun. And I'm talking to him, and it's a um, FAL 308. And Solid choice. I'm like, okay, that's pretty, that, that's pretty badass. And he goes, yeah, but I'm not the guy you want to be with. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, the other guy's back there with the bows and arrows. They've actually killed a lion, and they know what the fuck to do. Those are the guys you should be walking with, those not me pros. with the gun. Because yeah. I have to carry a gun because I, I didn't go through yeah. my, uh, what do you call it, his manhood, his growing up yeah. Uh, yeah. trials. Sweet 16. And I was man like, holy <laughs> shit. And so we walked back, and we were laughing and cutting up and talking. And I was like, how close are we to him right now? And he's like... You're all right. We're we're probably only about a hundred yards from them, but they won't come over here and bother. You're like a hundred yards. What the hell? Then every night they put you to bed. They tell you, you know, don't sleep with your feet out. If you hear screaming, just stay put. (laughs) They double zip your tent. Like that's going to help anything. I don't understand that. And then they give you. They tell you, you know, you put a horn above your head and a flare. And I was like, okay, whatever, bro. That's too much. I don't know. I mean, if it's the it kind of situation awesome. where you need a horn and flares and yeah, I'm in. I'd the next morning, go. like I like the next go. morning, I didn't even think about it. Next morning, I just got up and started trotting down the trail. Now, this, <laughs> wasn't a, this was a this was a this was a this was a photography American uh, safari, right? There was no killing, right? At this one, yeah, this was all peaceful because it was yeah. for the uh, the couple for, we went over there for their. The, it was their the beginning of their. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. honeymoon. I'd love to do that. I'm a meat eater. I don't really want to kill any I'd of them. Kill. No, I would never want to. I wouldn't want to kill one, an, uh, an animal out in the jungle like that. Yeah. But well, also, but definitely want. But they have to be taken care of, though. They got to be right. contained. Overpopulation. But I still, I don't think I'd have whatever. that in me to do that. I'd rather do the photography thing. That's the 100%. thing I've talked like, about on this show a hundred times that a lot of people don't get. Is that it has, it's a necessary hunt it's necessary. when you actually go out there to hunt the big game like mm-hmm. the big five. Yeah, it's not like you're just cruising around looking for one to shoot. You have to pull a tag. You have to pay a fuck ton of money for it, mm-hmm. and that tag, all that money goes back into wildlife preserves, the wildlife preserve, or that uh, that local area. Yeah, and when like this was the whole thing like the Jimmy Johns dude that went out there and shot a lion or whatever his daughter shot a lion and they both posed with it whatever the fuck crushed his crew yeah yeah crushed Jimmy Johns I mean they're doing horrible (laughs) but anyway you know this lion he went after 
was a certain elder lion that lions, once they reach a certain age, they kill their own pride. They just don't give a fuck. They kill anymore. every they yeah. get their entire pride that's been with them. The the young men that are growing up, the uh, lionesses, the women, kill them all because they don't want they're old. They don't want their legacy. You know, it's yeah, just one of those competition things. Competition and they, stuff. Let's explore they go that their, whole cycle. And it's not like they kill them to you know eat them. They just kill them and leave them. To protect it's the rest of the It's entirely yeah. brutal. So once they realize that this these lions are getting old and they're going to turn. Let's get granddad before he goes completely senile. Either someone out there is going to kill them or you sell off this tag to some millionaire who's going to pay a fuck ton of money at this Dallas Safari Club because that's where he bought it. The Dallas Safari Club meet that they have every year. You buy the tag there. All his money goes back into, you hope. That's the big thing. You yeah. hope. Yeah, there's a lot it of... It goes back into, yeah. um, you know, preservation or whatever. Right. And then he goes out there, he hunts it, poses with it, and then keeps the head. The other thing you don't see in this picture is all the tribesmen of Taking the area the and everything standing behind him that take everything else yeah. and use it in their camp. All the meat. Yeah. All the skin, all the fur, everything. There's an ecosystem to it. It's a whole ecosystem. Yeah. So this whole idea that people get in their head of, you know, these guys are just going over there and Murder. shooting people. Yeah. They're not, not poachers. The That's yeah. not the case. There yeah, are poachers. poachers. Yeah. There are yeah. Chinese and poachers over there all the time, yeah. like for the rhinos, to mow through the rhinos and take their horns to make... Um, Fucking Cialis or whatever. Nice. You know, they go through there and they're just killing all is these. Is that what Cialis is made from? Sorry, bro. Yep. That's Damn. what's in you. The bl- the little blue pill has quite a bit in it. <laughs> of uh, of uh, rhino horn. Rhino horn? I didn't know Are that. Are you serious? <laughs> I didn't know that. So they go through there and they're just slaughtering these animals and ripping their horns off and taking them right. and just leaving the animals to rot. And yeah. they don't get a chance to reproduce. You start, you know, endangering them and then making them go extinct. And that's bullshit. You know, doing that is a hundred percent bullshit. But doing this whole conservative, conservative shooting thing, or thinning out the herds like you do deer here, yeah, like whitetail get too high, like you said, it becomes open season mm-hmm. in certain counties because they get too thick, and they're either going to cause they're going to disease each other, or they're just going to run out of food, and water, or ticks become a problem you start it's having funny. lyme disease shoot through the roof you know what's funny about some of the animal rights activists and stuff is they're more concerned about that but there's a there's a ton of poaching in texas and like here there's a right. ton of poaching yeah I've, I've been i've been on deer leases before and the owner of the land came and got us all and said hey we got to run these guys off because they're drunk over on the next lot spotlight and spotlighting's illegal you can't do that nope huh. and we'd have to load up and chase them off and that's the thing that's funny is these animal rights people get freaked out. They they don't usually, for one, they don't listen to what Dustin just said. They're just more about yelling and hollering as loud as they can and throwing blood at people. Is posing with and the you, animal you killed, I mean, every hunter it's a little does gross, it. gross, right? Every hunter does it, though. Yeah. I'm, every hunter yeah, I, I work with, when I was a kid, you killed my first deer. I posed with it. It's what you do. A buddy of mine shot a 400-pound hog. I posed next to it like I shot it. I did not shoot it. I wish I had of. <laughs> it's funny, though. You don't have – what I'm saying, though, is it's funny. All these people uh, taking these big stands and stuff uh, uh, at places they can't ever get to, if you really want to take a stance, 
about poaching and, and people killing wildlife, you can go down to Junction, Texas and go run out in the field and start, uh, good luck, <laughs> getting after the poachers and the people that are killing down there or just a regular hunter. See how, I mean, good luck, like I said, but it's funny. It's uh, hunting has this, this stigma that's been put on it in the last, what, like 20 years. And most of it is is stuff that people don't understand. Well, you just lost your woke attorney card right there. I damn sure it's did, It's because you support guns. <laughs> I damn sure did, And bows and arrows. <laughs> I don't support guns. I support shooting them. Hell yeah. That's you support weird. hunting. Guns. I do support hunting. And what a, a lot of these people don't understand also is you're getting meat you're straight have to do from soon. the source. Right. It's the best. It's the best, the best. meat you can get. Period. None of the pro- it's not like being it's processed. Not, it's not processed it's not being with, ran a, with a bunch, bunch of, of hormones and stuff. Yeah. It's not being housed in some nasty field yeah. where they're producing tons of population for yeah. the surrounding community. Yeah. yeah. It's not one of these crazy ass chicken farms, you know. It'd be beautiful. I if do. We could I will get say this though. I don't like. Uh, oh well, this goes in line with what we're saying. To me, if I catch if I go catch a catfish on a catfish farm, it tastes nasty to me. I don't know why, but it tastes nasty. I think it's like. I've never start official. A farm. It's not very enjoyable. It's just kind of like neat. It's just seen, there's one out by Eagle Mountain Lake. Is it really? On Ten Mile Bridge, if you go up that way towards the other side of the dam. Is it still there? Because there's one over there that's been closed for eight Is, did years. Did they close it? Okay. I don't know if you're talking about the same one. I have been back there a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it's not that cool. One, a big old fish farm. You go in there and fish whatever you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really that cool. <laughs> I'd rather go out. Yeah. Yeah. Do the real deal. Yeah. So... Are you a are you a camping man too? Yeah, I've talked to several uh, groups of friends trying to see who wants to go more badder. Um, but I will I, go any time. I've got the camping bug real bad, I do and too. I've got a eight person tent with a screen. Check the porch. weather on Friday night. I'm telling you, this thing is massive. <laughs> He's not going to be able to go Friday night. He's got to prepare for Saturday. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I can't this weekend. But well, me and you, you can. We'll go eat those mushrooms. Now listen, this is the place I've been pitching real hard. <laughs> Can we go? What? What if we go camp? <laughs> let's go camp at Pouring Glory. We could do that. We'll probably attract a lot of homeless people. Yeah, I'm not interested, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's a place to do down either. towards Austin and Dripping Springs, if y'all are familiar with that. Oh, it's yeah. called 13 Acre. And me and a buddy actually did a couple of podcast episodes out Perfect. there. Really? Put the tent out, and they've got this outdoor shower. You can scrub your balls and look at the birds flying over your head. Hell yeah, I love outdoor it's, showers. Yeah, it's great. Um, but it's it's just the the chillest, most relaxed, and I'm, it's it's overlooking this big thirteen acre valley. And it's the first time I don't know how I got to like at the time I was like thirty five, and it's the first time I ever saw a shooting star, and it fell right. You in. saw your first shooting star at the age of thirty five. Yeah. What are you, satanic? I don't know what happened, man. I just missed out. I don't <laughs> think Satanism has anything to do with that, It man. could, That's though. I mean, let's not discount that. Stubbs <laughs> has a good point. Yeah, okay. But anyway, it fell right into the valley. I mean, this big oh, ball yeah. of awesome. fire. Did y'all go yeah. get it? I, I was, we were thinking about it, but there were other extenuating circumstances. What time is your deal? Mushrooms. That kept us from uh, <laughs> getting there. What time is your, your event? You said one o'clock? Yep. Yeah. One o'clock Saturday. Right, don't Dustin, miss it, folks. Boring weather. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've had an eye on that. We could go out to Mustang Island out here at. Uh, we got uh, Where's Mustang Island? Or is it Mustang Island? Whatever Mustang. We got seventy. Park, seventy is a low and ninety is a Benbrook. high. Go to Benbrook and just Benbrook. chill. Yeah. Get up and come strolling into your event, all nasty smelling like Dirty. man love and stuff. Campfire. We'll smell like a campfire. You know where dirt. we've been. Yep. Get old Lord to go with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the Lord. Or shout out. We do Jeffrey. the opposite. 
Your shit's over at six. Go afterwards. After party. After party. Hey, you got a uh, somebody here says lots of moose yeah. in Colorado. I'm acting like I don't know who that is. Hey, I knew there was a lot of moose in Colorado. <laughs> there is a lot of moose in Colorado, and then elk. Also, a lot of moose knuckles which, too. Hey, hey, <laughs> shout out. Pagosa Springs used to have elk all around it. I thought you were going to say Pagosa Springs used to have a lot of moose knuckles. No, I've never seen a moose in Colorado. So elk and moose. You ever yeah. seen a moose knuckle in Colorado? I have a few times. I haven't, but I'm sure they're there. It's amazing what thermals will do to you after a day of skiing. <laughs> I think it was on myself. You created your own? Created my own. All right, so we keep swamp talking knuckles. about Swamp this. knuckles. <laughs> Whew. You got swamp knuckles. You got some of that Louisiana swamp knuckle going on, lady. <laughs> Respect. So we, we keep talking about this um, Saturday that we can't go camping this weekend because of Saturday. You fucked up our whole Saturday s- thing. Camping schedule. Saturday's an insane day it is. here locally. Yeah. But at one o'clock, you're going to celebrate your 100th episode at Pouring Glory. Yeah, I'm trying to make it more of a uh, us thing. I'm trying not to put any kind of special spotlight on fort worth i mean or fort worth roots yeah because you hate fort worth yeah i know <laughs> fuck fort worth who was it that was sitting here with us last time was talking about the fame going to their head and they're going to move out uh, probably him. i think we were talking about javier anyway <laughs> probably um, he couldn't show up but yeah we we just want to have the entire community out and i've tried to involve as many people as possible we've got your illustrious podcast and uh 10 others that are going to show up hopefully uh, pass out Plan stickers, talk podcast. We got yeah. three great bands. We got Late to the Station, Itchy Richie, and the Burning Sensations. The Are you Gray. doing it live? We're gonna do a podcast, but we're—I don't think we're gonna do it live. Just the gotcha. internet connection there is not good, so we're um, not gonna do it live. But it, it'll—they'll be a recording. Sounds if you guys want to show up early, you know, we're gonna I mean, be we'll out there probably, about eleven o'clock. We'll probably do a hostile takeover. Nice. Eleven o'clock. That, well, you don't get up before one, right? What's the earliest podcast we've done? Know. Besides when we stayed up all night. It sure isn't. I don't know if qualifying will be done. Yeah, qualifying will be close. It'll have to be one of the camping trips because we got up early after <laughs> camping oh, yeah. and started podcasting. And we did it in the middle of the day for like two yeah. hours. Which and The one that when we were camping. When I was talking absurdities. When you were yelling at the lake because it made you angry. Well, that was at night though, wasn't it? <laughs> No, but that next it, morning we got up and we potted, started yeah. potting around the what campfire. What did the that lake was, do to you? That's where we could go this weekend, but we got to go to this thing at 1 o'clock on Saturday. We can go afterwards. Like, well, I got to be back on Sunday. I need you guys to commit to a really good location, though. Because dun, dun, dun. <laughs> PK State Park's pretty legit. Oh, uh, yeah. PK's awesome. So how many state parks have you hit in Texas? As a kid, man, we we did that pretty regularly. Um, I want to say I've probably seen eight to twelve somewhere in that neighborhood. So I've made it a mission to see them all. There's too many. You can't do that. Yeah, there, no, there's not. There's ninety-two. Somebody uh, from the tribe is going to have to take you out before you kill the rest of the village. Uh, well, before I'm, you I'm like manage forty-eight. To, yeah, but you'd be a real old man by the time you saw all the state parks in Texas, right? No, because like I've thousand. gone on trips where I've done. There's ninety-two. I'm halfway 92, there. Ninety-two thousand. So I have. <laughs> Um, are you stoned? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, you go out and you can knock out like three or four. I'm not camping at them all. I just roll through them, check them out, hang out for a little bit. You're the guy that's stuff. messing up the uh, public I mean, even bathrooms. Camping, even camping at all wouldn't be that hard of a task. It's, it's yeah, the transit. You retired. You the like one that's going to be the hardest, I think, is Matagora Island. <laughs> Where is that? Down uh, Galveston it's, area. Oh, yeah. okay. Or South Padre. That's somewhere awesome. down there. We can camp there? 
yeah, you got to be boated out and you're left. Damn. You're just left alone. You, okay you got to take that. everything with you, and then they drop you off, and you're like, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I like that. That one's going to be the hardest because I like having my truck with the tin on top and mm-hmm. hanging out and doing stuff. So What's that called? What was Matagor? that place called? Matagor Island. Matagor? Matagora. Um, there's a couple down around Houston I want to go hit, but pretty much everything up here I've hit. Yeah. Matagorda. PK's that really was. nice. PK's awesome. It, the, the spot I've never made a penalty s- kick, but they look cool. <laughs> the spot that the campground, it kind of curves around, and you got to park like – it feels like an absurd distance from the, the campsite that we were at. I actually came back from that trip with a cactus all up and down my ass. Well, that's a weird story. Well, we I need drinking, to hear about right now. We were drinking moonshine. Oh. And I I had, I don't know why I do this, but I always take the motorcycle and I'll put like the hammock across the handlebars. I've got my saddlebags and a backpack. and So I'm very minimalist. Okay. So I like this. I'm going back to my bike to get something out on the saddlebags and I'm just blitzed on moonshine. And I decide I need to sit down for a minute. I sit down right on a cactus. On a cactus. I spent the next three weeks pulling cactus out. Better of my than laying ass. the bike down. Oh, I wasn't going anywhere on that bike. I'm not sure I would have remembered how but to I'm start it. But I'm even just leaning up against <laughs> it and then going, "Oh, I'm on the wrong side." <laughs> <laughs> the um, is that is that your preferred camping method? A, a hammock. I like to you know go minimal. There's nothing better than sleeping in a hammock. Well, dude, I don't know. I'm past the age where that works because I, mean, I woke up last trip that I did Looks that like on. like a lot of mosquitoes. Went up to uh, <laughs> Mineral Wells State Park, and I tried the hammock thing, and I woke up about four hours after laying down in that hammock, and my back was destroyed. So I screwed up the first night. We did a, a – uh, so I have to show you these here in a minute. I think I still have them out here. So we had this whole idea. We were going to do it twice a year. It was okay. going to be the uh, a podcast campout. JJT, yeah. And it wasn't just us. It was everybody. It was called the uh, Funky Town Pod Camp Massacre. Let's bring that back. We had I have patches made, like good, <laughs> good embroidered patches yeah. that you earned when you went on this trip. Well, the first one and only one we did was at Mineral State Park. Nice. And we did it for the entire weekend. And what the first night I screwed up because I made my hammock too bent. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up all, and I had to go sleep in my truck. That's what I did to myself. Yeah. Second night, I pulled it tight. I slept like a baby. Nice. Just in, in the womb. That's probably where I went wrong. In the womb. It was good. Because I remember when I set it up, I was like three feet off the ground. And when I got in it, my ass was like half an inch off the ground. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I have I had like sixty of these made. Oh shit! So that's nice. Those were it's our Fishy Town. Yeah, Fishy, Fishy Town. Town. That's Podcast what it was. Fishy Massacre. Town Pod Camp Massacre. Man, that's legit. Who made these? I, I did. And nice. Well, I didn't. I sent them off to get made, but I designed it. But um, twenty eighteen. Let's yeah. bring it back, dude. I would love to bring it back. I'm down. I don't know if you've caught on, but I've I've been trying to do more stuff with our local podcast community, and that would be incredible. Yeah, I'll bring them back, man. This is I was going to make one for every year. And this was the first year and we had a pretty good turnout. It was fun. We fished. Uh Jeff brought his his boat out and fished. We the had Lord? The, Yeah, we had this badass peninsula right as on um uh the lake um Lake Mineral Wells. Mm-hmm. And it was just this perfect spot. We all just camped around it and a bunch of uh, guys from different bands came out, and 
That's we so cool. We spent the night and had some fun, and it was great. I would love to bring it back. It's time to bring it back. I bet it is. It's absolutely time, and you got an advocate right here for it. I wonder if there's like a uh, a pavilion we could rent or something and bring out some musicians like for a certain time of the day and do like a little jam sesh. Probably so. That would be sick. We, we had guitars and stuff sitting around, too. Do you know some musicians? A couple. Yeah. Yeah, one again. or two. Um, again, since since I've started this little tour, I've gone back and to some uh, state parks that I hadn't been to since I was a kid, and Mineral Wells being one of them. But the uh, that is a really nice park. One that's a gym that they've redone and made really really nice is Cedar Hill. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cedar, Cedar Hill's, Hill's always been great. Nice. But it used to be kind of, and you always felt like I'm just right here between Dallas right Fort down Worth the road. But they've built some different campgrounds in there and redone like, them to where you're Mount down Lebanon? in there, and you don't feel like you're in the city anymore. Nice. At That's all. the way Mount Lebanon is. Isn't that down there in Cedar Hill? I don't know. Yeah, it's is this not, like a Bible Church camp? Thing? I don't think so. Might have been. But anyway, Cedar that place has always been pretty rad. Do you guys smell it's something like a, burning? Probably my soul. Let me go check on that. That, um, that Matagora what? Island. On what? Oh. That Matagora Island's not primitive, though. It looks badass, but it's not really primitive. Like, what do you mean? Like, they got structures and stuff on that thing now. Oh, they do? Yeah. It looks cool. That tower, that lighthouse looks awesome. The lighthouse is badass. They, it's in, uh, you're right. It's in between, it's in between Port Aransas and uh, Galveston. Padre? It's like the San Antonio Bay. It's right outside the San Antonio Bay. But I was reading a deal that a guy went out there Menace. and he went out there to shoot the stars over the Dude, ocean. That'd be cool. And ended up a storm ended up blowing in, and he was the only one with a good enough tent that was hardcore that he ended up housing like pretty much everybody on the island that had come there to stay that night for came to him yeah. for protection through the storm because he had a like a nice hardcore military style tent. Can you not take your own boat? Or do you have to go on the uh, ferry? I, I don't know. I don't know all the specifics of that joint. I think we need to look into this. It looks like a pretty cool place. Except the mosquitoes. It looks rough as far as mosquitoes go. But, you know. Yeah. Get some off. <laughs> get some off. Spray yourself down. I got that stuff that's like, like 90% deep. They spray it on you. Your skin, skin melts. And even the women won't come near you for a week. I like that though. I like to know Keeping I have mosquito away. spray. <laughs> that too. I like to uh, know that I have mosquito spray on. I don't want this pansy woke. No. Uh, garbage. <laughs> what is everything? What's woke with you today? Who touched you in the wrong space? That's not very woke. Well, actually, that is woke now. <laughs> While we're waiting on uh, Andrew to come back, what do you think of this Artemis launch being delayed again? And now they got to roll. Something's up. We're never going to the moon. I'm starting to think the moon was hoaxed. I'm starting to think the money that they had for it went to Ukraine about two weeks ago. <laughs> so Probably. Like, well, we don't have enough money for the gas, though. So let's just roll it out there, and we'll roll it back, and yeah. then we'll we'll say we're working on it, and everybody will forget about it. Yeah, because how do they go from we're going to delay it for three days to we're going to delay it for several months now? Was it that If it was that bad of an issue, it seems like before they rolled it out and got ready, that they would know about it. They should have seen that before on the first launch? Maybe. So Some kind of diagnostic test before you roll it out there to see if the fuel lines are okay, right? Yeah, yeah. You think you just kind of like blow some air through them, make sure they're pressurized? I'm okay. Thank you, sir. But like make sure everything pressurizes right and everything's good, and then you just roll it back? 
Yeah, is know. it does it have to do with position of the Earth, maybe, or something? I, or I, I don't know. I'm the scientist. It doesn't That's make any sense. Well, we were going to just delay it for a few days. Well, that didn't work, so we're going to delay it for five months. Yeah, we're talking about Artemis. Yeah, Artemis. Artemis. And now we don't think that we've Space ever gone stuff. to the moon. Oh, because they're just delaying this. I Man, watch that's going to be out there. I think. Oh, there is. Solid. They're already saying that. There's yeah. a lot of people that have said. There's people that were all in. Like, yeah, we did the moon. We did the moon. That are now like starting to think we didn't. But go. did we? <laughs> so you 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 were telling me to watch out for something in uh, of mankind. For all mankind. For all mankind. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh. When does it does it happen soon? Because I'm like I'm I'm still early in it and I haven't seen anything that just completely shocks. Me. I'm gonna know when I see it. Oh like, yeah, this yeah. is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a couple of those where you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, is this yeah. a show or it is? Yeah, a show. it's on Apple Plus. It's basically it's pretty good for all mankind. Pretty good, man. It's on Apple Plus, so you have to be an elitist. Pretty good, Apple Plus service. But Which I it, am now. Yeah, Matt is. And I, what it is I crossed over to the dark side. Basically, it's a recreation of history of where if the Soviets beat us to the moon, okay, and how things would have changed, and how powerful the Soviet Union would have become, and how it would have knocked us down. Did you watch Man in the High Castle? I'm watching it right now. I'm on season one. It's kind of the same. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm loving it. Man in the High Castle is crazy. Loving it. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. Well, I mean, I've heard that argument, and then you know shows like Man in the High Castle, but. Was it really that important? Oh yeah, back Us then. Us winning that space race. Yeah, because supposedly that's when all the like foreign aerospace companies came to the U.S. anyway. Okay, and started investing. So in we grabbed our up military. that industry based off of that shit. There, the military industrial complex took off after the the ar- moon landings and everything. The argument that we faked that whole thing. Is has got some pretty good legs under it. There's I mean, some pretty good legs. If only you couldn't see the shit that was up there, though. That's the thing. Because yeah. you can. Well, see, that's the you thing. That's, the that's, that's why. That's why when you? Artemis, when it does happen, it's going to be so rad when we actually put people up there. Because now we got you know Instagram <laughs> astronauts are going to be gramming from the the moon and stuff. It's going to be next level. Now, class me up on Artemis because I haven't been following this one. Artemis is the it's the precursor to the to launch us to Mars, Mars. but we have to get we have to get uh, ready and stationed at the moon first. This was okay. supposed to happen several years ago, but we ran into COVID. Okay, or Obama, so, or that's that's or, actually it more, of it. That's more of it. That's Obama killed yeah the, killed the, NASA. the entire space program. Well, and I yeah. was really mad about that, but did you know that was scheduled? So that we could afford. Well, okay, I, I, I understand there can be some opinions there. I'm not supporting or unsupporting that man, but I'm telling you that that was a scheduled maneuver so that we could afford more with the NASA budget for an upgraded program. Okay, <laughs> but this program because I was really mad about it, and then that's I found how he out, sold it. This program well, has been talked about NASA and designed since the since the space shuttle program. Oh, the, that's what Artemis says. Artemis, says? Artemis yeah. says, yeah, oh. everything is already, All this has been laid out. It's not like they just. Dump something and started making something else. So, yeah. what about well, the COVID yeah. excuse? Is that horseshit? Was it more funding than anything? Yeah, because you're launching unmanned shit. Yeah, you don't need to worry about COVID. Not, you yeah. have to build it. Well, I think a lot it's of the, the stuff team is being together is what it is. You're NASA. You can't. <laughs> you're isolated. You can't, uh, you can't zoom in and 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 get a, a ship up. 
you have an entire facility <laughs> at Cape Canaveral that you can keep people away from other people. Yeah. You could literally like shut off the well, island. Well, they've yeah. actually done containment and, like, uh, what do you call it, quarantine for well, people yeah. that came back from space. Every time they do a, a mission, yeah. it's, it's under quarantine. That, it, it's they're they're experts silly. at quarantine. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess they, that's right, man. I guess COVID is a horseshit excuse. Total horseshit. In excuse. any in in that industry, yes, yeah. it does seem like it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, hmm. this is supposed to be this rocket's bigger than the standard fives. It's and it, it's, yeah. it's unmanned. The first few launches are going to be unmanned, but they're dropping stuff. Okay, yeah, getting, so setting the groundwork. You're right. they're repracticing before they man it to launch from here. And it's a it's a it's this down here. It's a quicker slingshot too. Okay. It's not like when you compare the Apollo missions to what we're doing with this, it's a way quicker flight. So we're talking about the, like the power and stuff of the rockets yeah. that are used. Yeah, so they get you going. It's a way tighter slingshot to get you there. You get in orbit way quicker. It's still like thirteen days, something like that round. Well trip. they can probably put their foot on the gas a little heavier since it's unmanned, right? Yeah. Less Probably risk. Test some stuff. Yeah. But it, they're dropping stuff off because they want to build a, a, a habitat. A habitat in orbit that then has oh, like a, a space station? Basically. Wow. That's in uh, orbit around the moon that can then have a module that can drop to the surface and come back. On a tether? It's not on a tether. It's just they want something to be able to go back and forth. So. The wow. Artemis capsule gets to the space station, docks. Mm-hmm. They have a vehicle there that can shoot them down to the mo- surface of the moon. On the moon, they're going to build another base. Fuel it up. To fuel the future rocket. Mm-hmm. And then they can come back up and then take the Artemis capsule back to Earth. Lofty goals. Since we've never it's been there. insane. <laughs> if they pull this shit off, it's insane. But... Watching, you know, for all mankind, you know, technically, we should have been there in the 70s already doing this stuff. Right. By what they're saying. It's like we got there, put our flag down, and lost complete interest. Yeah. So what do you think about the... Uh... Except the Israelis who have built bases on the backside of the moon that no one can see. Oh, I thought it was Nazis. With their giant... That oh, was the other too. movie. They're, that was the other movie. Oh, that's the other movie. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole thing's hollow anyway, so who cares? There's aliens inside. Yeah. Oh, where were you? So, you were about to jump y- off on something. Yeah, the the uh, I never heard this theory about the disasters slowing the charge of NASA until this show. That shuttle documentary showed all of it. The Challenger documentary no. showed how much it fucked them up. Did you? No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about the uh, the space race. How we were charging hard and going hard, and then all of a sudden, when that that they had the uh, the fire. Wasn't there a fire on the on the uh, platform, and then there well, was, that was one midway that, through. That was like Apollo eleven, right? Right, Apollo and then 10, after Apollo eleven, and then after that, they said they 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 got cold feet because but you the, still the had, whole world was shocked. You still had twelve and thirteen that went up. Well, they also had the problem with thirteen yeah. that never got to land. Well, this is so like fourteen. And this was on maybe. the show. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I never heard of that. I wonder if it's true that we started getting cold feet because of deaths. What's awesome and is. The, country being in shock have you put two and two together that everybody's names on the show are actual Real, astronauts yeah. okay i was just making sure of that have y'all heard the challenger conspiracy mm, which i one? just saw this 
You tread lightly yeah, here. We've heard a few. Okay, so I'm I'm not claiming that this is fact. This is just something I saw, probably on TikTok. It was shot down. No, it was a. Well, whatever happened, they were showing pictures of people that have the exact same names or very similar names. Um, Thirty years progressed that were on the Challenger. Like these people are still alive and working inside on of our society. And stuff. No, like the 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 people that were on this is the conspiracy that the people on Challenger um, never died. That that rocket went up or that ship went up, really good, exploded, really, really good. and nobody was on that thing. And the reason they did it was for X Y Z, but that the the people are still alive, and they were showing like these. The, the, well, one could only hope that's a good outcome. It is, but it's also... Well, what's the reasoning you know, behind it? That's the scary part. Like, why would you do that? And I can't remember. Does it go back to faking, faking space stuff? They, they had a whole rationale, timeline, and I don't remember. But it was just... I'm like, I'd never heard of any kind of conspiracy with Challenger. I just hadn't. I'm trying to think that's why they would do that, though. I don't know. Stupid. People are bored just coming up with shit. No, I'm saying if that was... Like, what would be behind that? Like, what would they be hiding... I, we, we're just Something we're in an or, age of complete distrust with our government, and I feel like that's fairly well <laughs> and uh, warranted. And so, you know, we're analyzing different shit, and people. Yeah, it's like we're going back and, through the history book and seeing like, well, this might not have really happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, it kind of did. It was on film, and there was chunks of JFK's brains that was in his wife's hair. Oh, that like, dude died. I don't, you know, there's plenty he of conspiracy. <laughs> he might have been on Challenger. I don't know. <laughs> he <went> he's, <laughs> he's not working at uh, Costco in, uh, off of uh, Matlock no. in Arlington. He can't be employee of the month because they just can't put his picture up. You can't tell me Columbia was fake because I saw that <laughs> from my backyard. Yeah. That yeah. fucked me up. Picture. That day fucked me up. Did you see? You saw it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no man. Shit. There was yeah. a bunch of stuff that it was fell after, all out in East yeah, Texas. I know, like, I know, like, there was stuff over. falling all over We heard the booms. And I got up, and my mom, I had two friends texting me all at once and was like, what the hell? Yeah. And went out back and saw For the For some blooms. reason, that one wasn't as shocking, I think, as the Challenger, though. The Challenger was, I mean, it was shocking. But that Challenger, that was crazy. Well, the thing that was like, shocking about Columbia was just that. Just a it nice routine. Sunday morning. Nice Sunday morning, or Saturday morning, wasn't it? I thought it was Sunday. It was Sunday? It was might have been said. I still have pictures of the uh, DOT sign saying, if you find space shuttle debris, Said, call. Don't leave it alone. It. Don't touch don't it. Don't touch it. Yeah. Now, that was the day I went out to uh, Mineral Wells with my buddies because we were doing a scouting video shoot. And we got to walk to the Baker Hotel. And the whole time, I'm like, this is just fucking weird. What kind of day is this? We're out here in the Baker Hotel. It's all haunted. And we're getting to go all through it. And the space shuttle blew up this morning. That's all we kept saying was, fucking space shuttle blew up this morning and crashed. But... Uh, kind of wanted to go down to East Texas and Let's go looking for it. Go looking for some Take degree. a little metal detector out there in your flip-flops and your sunscreen. Well, wasn't there, wasn't there, like, didn't eBay have to shut that shit down because people were finding people were stuff? People finding it. Like, year selling was it on so eBay. 96? No, this was, no, this this was like 2000, last month? 1999, somewhere in there. What it was you? later it was 2000. 2002, 2002, wasn't it? Think, I think. 2002, Damn. 2004, somewhere yeah. in there. Wow. Let's check it out. While I'd All be because of a fucking couple bit of tiles. That's all it was. But what's going crazy, or what's driving me crazy now is the accelerant in our technology with SpaceX. Like they're doing the fact that they can reuse those rockets and land them on water from a moving was boat. Was a game changer. 
It's unbelievable. Have you it's made a trip changer. down there? I want to go so bad. Let's start, yeah, let's start. go camp hey, down there. Do? Terlingua. Yeah. We'll go to Starbase, Texas. I'm in. We'll hit up Terlingua. Can you, can, is there a, can you take tours of SpaceX yet? I don't know, okay. but that Boca Chicas or whatever it is, that's a strip club. Yeah. Boca. <laughs> oh, no, that was Loca Chicas. Boca, whatever it is, more where SpaceX is, you or a can strip club. cruise right through there and camp on the beach, and they just roll the rocket right down the road in front of you. That's cool. That's huge. Huge. And then we go from there to Terlingua? That's I, a haul. But so, yeah, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> but I've just, we've been talking about Terlingua on, on my show for years. It's so changing. It's life changing. I want to go so bad. And I actually, I was looking at property down there. I was going to just ran, just arbitrarily buy up 20 acres because it was so cheap. I know someone that's selling some down there <laughs> that has a structure on it. Well, after the September 10th event, I will be completely broke, so I'll have to wait. But nice. I uh, <laughs> I have been looking down there, too. How really? Great with the, yeah. Dude, I'll be your neighbor for sure. Let's go. We can uh, share Let's a water bottle. Let's just all fucking buy a piece of property. And compound we'll just move it down out, there man. Make compound a compound. I'm, we'll start our own cult. I'm digging a hole in the ground. That's where I'm going to live. It'll be freaking fantastic. <laughs> Um. All right, so we got sidetracked by space stuff, but there's a bunch of stuff I need to hit this show before we leave. But I want to talk more about uh, your 100th episode. Okay. You've done 100 of these damn things. Yep. How do you feel? Uh. Well, I think like anybody that sets out to do an endeavor like this and any podcaster can relate, it seems like I've put in a thousand episodes worth of work. Oh, it always you does, know? yeah. And, and honestly... Unless you're Matt. To look at... <laughs> As he's texting away on his phone. <laughs> oh, no, I'm trying to find out. <laughs> I'll the mess date. it with you. Um, it's February 1st, 2003. But it, I'm trying to find out what, if it was a Sunday or Saturday. That, you know, but I mean, I'm sure musicians feel the same way. The amount of work you put in versus the amount of reward. And, and no one shows up or listens to your stuff. <laughs> but you just, you, you, you genuinely, you got you to gotta really dig it. Because yeah. if you're doing it for any reason other than the enjoyment, you're just, you're not going to be doing it long. Because yeah. the the reward is uh, very very slight it's compared very, to the amount of work. The the way you can equate it to bands is so parallel. It's there, there's so some great similarities because yeah. it's like you have your bands that take off that strike lightning and take off. You have your podcast that strike lightning and take off and make a shit ton of money. And then you have a bunch of just local guys that are just you know playing the the local scene, yeah. and that's kind of you know. Where you see a bunch of the the podcast around here, you know, it's just I was talking to Lord about this on uh, the show that I think he released it yesterday. I was listening to it at like eleven o'clock last night. Uh, Funky Town podcast, great show. Check it out. Um, yeah. It's a great show. It's a great show. <laughs> Meh. Uh, but we were talking about the same thing. Like, you know, there's got to be a way to accelerate the growth of the local podcast community, and I'm trying to brainstorm and work on that and. Come up with a formula that I can share with you guys and Lord and the Funky Panther guys and all the other badass North Texas podcast to kind of get us to a point where it's more relevant, I guess. It's weird because, like, when we started getting this going, there was a little, like, uh, a uh, podcast group podcast what do you want to yeah call and those it? those uh, are gross man that's not what work. i'm talking about no. i'm not talking about a podcast network yeah the whole let's build a network let's mm-hmm. do this let's I'm all talking about a community. let's do this but yeah it, it needs to be more of a com- community it's like last week we spent half our show bitching about um 
that podcast movement that yeah. came through Dallas last week. Right. And how gross it is and how all that it's just built out about money. I'm not interested in that. And they yeah. just want to take money from other podcasters yeah. to come there and take these classes and it's all stupid bullshit <laughs> that you don't need to take a class for that you just right. learn when you do it yeah just do it and have fun so have fun learning it and that's what yeah. i really appreciate about the fort worth artistic community because everybody's just trying to get out there and do their thing and everybody is chasing the same goal of i would like to do this full time so i do need money yeah but nobody's trying to turn it into yeah the podcast movement i wouldn't have i wouldn't have brought up their name but yeah that no we have uh yeah we've got a a deep dark history with them (laughs) we've even and to where we have told them we've trolled them fuck off we've uh, trolled their email we've trolled their twitter everything i've had people reach out to me about joining these podcast networks and i just politely decline because i I understand what they're doing they've got a different direction than i do i'd rather be creative in other aspects of of hanging out it's better like First off, all these little let's let's make a network, let's make a little local coalition. It never works because it falls apart within a couple of months. Like yeah. it's 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 it does it just doesn't work. We've been in like two or three of them. It doesn't work. Well, and we even kind of did a little test bed with that scavenger hunt thing. We'll know for sure on Saturday how well that worked out. But I'm telling you, it did not work out. I don't think it did. I haven't heard any traffic on that. The password is in. <laughs> don't do it. Our don't, letter don't. is in. <laughs> but you know what? It has been fun uh, just <laughs> listening to people read off the descriptions and, yeah. and, and just kind of playing the game between us. That's been fun. But uh, the, I don't think we'll do that again. There's some stuff. I've got... But that was to your point. <laughs> to yeah. your point yeah, that, that stuff like you, that sir. doesn't work. It just doesn't. There's too I've many, got something too in mind pieces. that will work. Okay. And I know it will work, and I know it will work all around. And it may not – it'll work – it may not work be 100% gold right off the bat. But if we do it annually, it will be gold. And it will be something that people will be like, fuck, this is coming up. we got to do it. So the consistency fuck, matters, but also finding people that kind of have the same mindset. And that's the thing is finding – I think now there's a group of us that have the same mindset that can all work towards this goal to make this happen. Yeah. And it will work out well if it's done right. Now, Just in time for the government to shut it down. Yeah, let's, then let's the government not. will require us to have Licenses. Right. licenses. Yeah. Well, right now they're they're scrambling trying to figure out how they're going to tax the shit out of marijuana before they legalize it. So – I think podcasting's definitely on the back. Oh, we'll, we'll, podcasting will fall under FCC guidelines for too long. I'm sure you're right. Or they'll make a new commission. Some type of weird yeah. Yeah. New shit. You're correct. It was Saturday. 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 Damn, February. You found it? February 1st, 2003. So, 100 episodes. Me playing producer. You have had here. on crazy people. <laughs> All of them appreciate you saying that. Well, when I say crazy, it's like it's like, a I, I call it eclectic. Yeah, the one that yeah, I mean you've had on Betsy Price. Have you had on uh, working on it, Maddie right. Parker? Yeah, Maddie. Maddie Parker. Uh, I'm here on the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Oh, uh, don't say me. that. <laughs> she sees, don't see, she, she don't still say sees that. our little badge on the uh, oh, no. on the uh, storm drain outside of her office every day. It's like, who are these guys? Um. And you've had on Tim Love. You sat across the table from him and mm-hmm. didn't slit his throat. Well, that's so strange that you would say that. Uh, he's actually he's a really nice studio. <laughs> no. I would. 
I would he's like. A, he's a very chill dude, and I I've got a lot of respect for uh, the amount of work that he's put into the industry that he's created. But the problem I've is heard when the a devil, lot of people talk some major shit on that dude. When the devil sleeps with the other devil and what? creates a venue, <laughs> which venue are we talking about? What devil slept with who? Where did Satan get involved? Exactly. <laughs> have you seen a shooting star? Yeah, I saw have you one. seen a shooting star yet? No, but the only problem I have with him is uh, the colonial that year was a big mess. I happened to be out there working it. it oh, was really? Chaos. Chaos. Complete chaos. And it just seems like he keeps throwing weird shit against the wall to see if it sticks, which is cool. But. Uh, an Italian restaurant in Here's the what I know so stockyards. Far. I really want you to listen to this episode. I know you're going to anyway, but um, that dude went above and beyond to make sure that the people working under him were able to either continue to work to the capacity that he could still keep them employed. And he also... During COVID? This, yeah, during COVID. And he also made sure he that... He got money for it. Sure. But <laughs> he within, got money from the government. Yeah. And, and inside the confines of what was going on in our community, he was trying to make sure that all the outdoor venues had somebody out there playing music. So a lot of people weren't able to keep things going. But if you talk to the musicians that were able to keep their lights on because of those venues, they're extremely great. I know a lot of musicians didn't receive jack shit from him. Well, a you're lot, right? But there are a lot. I've There's s- a few that are in the probably more than <laughs> yeah, probably more that haven't than than did. Yeah. There's a lot of people that were struggling. But still, it's a good effort. Well, yeah, there were we a lot of... understand what you're saying. Yeah, he, no, he it's awesome. He but, couldn't put every musician in Fort Worth on one of his stages, but he did do I mean, everything he could, he could to keep tax them money from him if and, he could work it out. And something we talk about in that episode uh, that gets released next Monday is he sat down at a table with the president as part of a committee, and he got an extension on something called the PPP, which was given to the employers... To distribute, rather than everybody going to the unemployment office, they were able to get some kind of funding from their employer. So this thing was called a PPP, and I don't know what that stands for. Um, but the government—it's the the PPP. That's the loan. The uh, yeah. the loan that was given for it was uh, what was uh, during what was the, the COVID. Because what, what, what was what's the acronym for though? It is. I can't remember. We used to say it, it on here it, all the it time. It was. It was a loan or a grant. The, we uh, went through the entire list of who got what. But, yeah, we, we looked in Tarrant County. <laughs> did. It was kind of amazing his numbers. So it was initially. It was meant to be like six or sixteen weeks. Real quick, and then whenever. They got when they walked away from that meeting with the the panel and the president and everything up in D.C. They got that extended by like five times the initial tra- uh, trajectory or whatever. And where the did that termination date was? Oh, we're going to open a new restaurant. Oh, the Paycheck Protection. There's a program. new venue down in. Yeah, that's uh, what it was. There's a new venue we're going to team up with with Live Nation. <laughs> When I say the devil sleeping with another devil, I'll let that's you what guys. I mean. I'll let you guys cook the books. All I know is the guy's been making moves, and I'm glad and he's opened a new restaurant <laughs> and a, oh, a venue with Live Nation. And I had him on my show. Cheers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, do you think he's a better uh, chef or a businessman? Um, I've had his food. I've I've, I've had his food too. I've Backstrap's eat, not bad. I've eaten it. Uh, <laughs> Lonesome Dove. Lonesome good. Dove is my favorite, hands down. I take people there when they come in. Town. I'm not going to complain. I will talk about the kitchen at Lonesome Dove. Uh-oh. Did you work in there? You know somebody that did? I would never eat. I'll never eat there again. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I wasn't kitchen, that. You know what? I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't that impressed with the Lonesome Dove. The kitchen. I think the, it's a tourist trap more than anything. I've seen. Did you eat um, the food? Yeah, what's me? <laughs> I'd rather have Riata. True, Riata's great. Um, I'd rather have Buffalo Riata. It's, oh my god. Um. Yeah, we had to run fiber into a lot of the buildings down there oh, through the okay. stockyards. You saw yeah. the critters. I've seen strip club Uh-oh. stock rooms <laughs> and kitchens that were in cleaner and better condition than that place. Javier being a from five star. Uh, Javier from uh, the Funky Panther keeps talking about the uh, steak dinner you can get at the local strip joints, and apparently it's pretty phenomenal. Oh, te- te- what was it? Uh, that Texas at- Cabaret that used to do the the five dollar uh, steak lunch special. How can that be edible? And you got five dollars steak. You got fries with it. Here's the deal. Is that even there anymore? It's called something else. It's now, called isn't it? something. It's called Roxy's. Um, Bucks does Bucks too. Does. I think that's the you one know who has the Javi greatest food strip club wise is the Lodge in Dallas. The Lodge is awesome. Now here's the deal. <laughs> you got to go to Dallas though. Here's the pr- here's the deal that no one thinks about. They're strip clubs, right? So they're automatically targeted yeah. under more have scrutiny have be yeah. they're but, under a ton of scrutiny yeah so you know it's going to be on top of blah you know the greatest food ever the lodge used to have a michelin star rated chef there Damn. so and you could Damn. tell when you ate there you're yeah like, what was that other place that had really <laughs> so a really crazy. good buffet it was like the million dollar men's saloon or something like that uh, yeah, so it was the over there by Dave's and Bust, Dave and Buster's. Yeah, the main dollar. Same slams. thing, man. It's like they they would have their buffet, and you're like, man, this is freaking like five star food. It's he's right. the The strip clubs are scrutinizing. Well, I guess pre COVID, who knows what's going on now? But in my job, that's what I do all day long. Is I go into restaurants, yeah, their their uh, their walk ins and stuff. Right. And it's funny. My dad used to tell me because he sold food. And I sell beer, but we go, we go to the same place. He always told me when I was growing up, if you want to know if you're eating at a good, pl- a good clean restaurant, look at the bathroom. Because good bathrooms means that they're taking care of their bathroom. They're definitely taking care of their kitchen. I'll vouch for that. And yeah. sure enough, yeah. like every single place that I would – that all the places that I would not eat, verbatim, their bathrooms look like shit. It's ever, weird. You ever been in a Buffalo Wild Wings bathroom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like shit. What's crazy is that it's like a nation, nationwide – Thing. Like it does not matter what yeah. state you're in or what location you go to. All the Buffalo Wild you know what? Are I have a, just their bathrooms are awful. That might be uh, the red herring then, because the one that I have is pretty nice. It might be management and stuff, but oh, it's I've definitely wondered management. About the, uh, Twin the, Peaks were always pretty nice. Yeah. Twin Peaks, love Twin Peaks. Food's Twin incredible. Peaks food's good. Man. Susie does bring up a good um, point. What she say? Uh, that Tim Love took the PPP loans from other small businesses that needed, that needed it, it, and we have a bunch of friends that did boom. suffer that. Susie, boom! A lot of our friends that on the South Side and on Magnolia felt that because he took them from them. Yeah, there are a lot of angry people out there, and I've t- I've talked to a bunch of them since I did. He's that a interview. lightning rod, and yeah. I, I I I totally would sit down with him and talk to him about yeah. things because I want to know what's like. Where he's at, as far as you're a chef, is that your priority now, or is being a businessman being your well, priority? Well, he does talk about that? that in the episode that he he's no longer in the restaurant industry, he's in the entertainment industry. And well, that, yeah, that's he what a the venue that's what the Tim Love thing has become. It's uh, it's entertainment, it's and that's it's, because the food failed. The food's incredible. I don't know what Oops. you're talking about. <laughs> it might, I don't, I don't know what you're seeing back in those kitchens, but whenever it gets on my plate, it is a hundred percent. I love it. Just, uh, 
and he's not paying me, so <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that out of the the sincerity in my heart. <laughs> I I won't be eating there ever again. Really? Yeah, I won't. And it's because that's it, where our so camping sad. trip ends. Is that? Lonesome Dove. No. Eating some uh, he can uh, come out and kangaroo cook. sliders. He can come out and cook outdoors on a nice grill and everything that's clean. I'll holler at him. He might take us up on it. I'm not going in that kitchen ever, <laughs> ever having anything comes out of the kitchen. I used to love that place. Really? No. Yeah. Never again. Damn. Never again. That's wild. Never again. Um, all right. So your 100th episode... Is is he your hundredth episode, or you say he is? He's on the flyer. He, oh yeah, he is. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. So the hundredth episode, you're going to drop that on Monday. What are you going to do with the show this weekend that you record? Is that going to be one on one? I'm going to have to figure out where I want to put that in the lineup. Fort Worth Roots one on one. Like just, you know, Depeche Mode did a one on one. It was really great. Took off. <laughs> it was huge. I know there's a joke here, but I'm not getting it. No, no, no. There's no joke. Okay. One on one's is a good number. No joke. No joke. <laughs> No joke, guys. I'm I'm gonna do it like I did with this is, a, this uh, is the real deal. River Oak Spring Fest Car Show or Psychedelic Panther, where I did these event coverages, and I'll I'll just put it into the lineup where it makes sense. I try to break it up so that it's not musicians every fucking week. Cause yeah, we had to do that. We had to start breaking it. up. Yeah, because I I love having musicians on. They're, we don't. We they're, hate they're them my all. people. Fuck um, all them all. <laughs> We just have them all to fill time. But I don't want to have... Here talk about themselves. I've seen this dude before. I don't want to have a solid month of musicians. You know what I mean? Tim Huff? Yeah. Like, no, I've seen him. I've, I've seen him somewhere. He's the biggest Fort Worth celebrity. No, I I'm like, I've have. seen him at, at... I don't know where I've seen him, but I've seen him before. He like, pops Hank. in to everyone. He says at least one restaurant a day, but he says typically he's at six of his locations every single oh, day. Oh, I would never see him at one of his restaurants oh. unless it's in... You got him at Wally World? Love Burger. <laughs> Yeah, love. I, I wasn't there. Love uh, is that his oldest one down there? Woodshed's good. I love Woodshed. Woodshed's I bad. fucking love the Woodshed. That's the barbecue place. Uh-huh. That is very good on the river. No, Woodshed's I've seen great. him maybe at uh, stuff that I do. Maybe like uh, like girls. Stuff no that you do? stuff. Oh. My my uh, evil empire. My <laughs> oh, FT. Here you go. Yeah. Maybe you have. Maybe you have brought some like stuff. Like at in. some things that we've done with some of the companies we do business with. Maybe. I don't know. But I have seen that cat out yeah. and about. Is he going to show up on uh, on? Uh, he should. I, I seriously doubt Let me interview Did you invite him? him? I have. Let Dustin interview him. Let me talk <laughs> to him. He's a busy dude. I just need to know about Tannehill Hall. <laughs> we need to talk well, about this. I'm, uh, I, I asked him if I could come back and talk to him about Tannehill before it opens. I think they're uh, first. Vi- uh, oh, they're doing stuff now. What? Yeah. It wasn't supposed to kick off until October. Uh, they are. They've been been doing uh, dry runs, from what I know. Well, that might be, but they're not doing like events, right? They haven't had a band out there or put on any kind of. No, no, no. They're they're letting bands come through. Really? Um, well, that, that that's early. Maybe, then maybe it's just the dry runs. They're Could doing be. test runs. If from, they're do, if they're doing something now, it's much earlier than anticipated. From what I was told, because the the first one is the archangels or something that is october it was an october date i want to say it was at the end of october but someone told me they went to a show there could be not too long ago i don't know i'd like to check it out it's but it's owned by i need to stop bagging on live nation Ticketmaster (laughs) since i do a lot of work for them (laughs) it's just like fuck it stop yeah stop you can survive you can have a venue without having to use their corrupt bullshit ticketing outlet 
that's something that I I hope that if we could do something with the podcast community where we're able to capitalize on each other's shows and kind of work together, maybe we could become that advertising a ticket broker, not it a ticket broker, money? but maybe we, they, people would start looking at us to get the word out rather than turn into places like live nation. I don't, we don't need it. We don't need it in don't a city like it. Fort Worth. Well, you know, Dickies was originally the agreement was that Live Nation wouldn't move in there, and they're in there now. And they're in there now because now it's ex- yeah. It, my understanding is whenever you get involved with a group like that, there's Live Nation and a few other. It's an ex- spots it's like a three sixty five exclusivity. Right, exclusivity so you've got to go deal. through them now, right? If you want to do a big tour, you have to do all, and you want to do a three sixty five tour, and that's the bullshit because with promotions, art. T-shirts, all your shits taken care of. You took all the control away from the city now. That's what a 365 package is. You take care of everything. Is that you have to use all their outlets across the country for all your stops? That's unacceptable. And it was either a thing where it's a goddamn monopoly. Didn't we outlaw? We outlawed that. You would think, but uh, Pearl Jam went to court and fought them about it and lost. Oh my god! You know they went to Supreme Court and fought them about it being a monopoly and lost. And now you've got them both. They used to be two separate companies. Now they're one. And it is bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. Hey, that reminds me. I wanted to ask your opinion. This is kind of on the same lines of what you are talking about. So I listen to um, morning um, – during the mornings, I usually will listen to radio for traffic stuff because especially – uh, what is it? Uh, the traffic on the ones. I love that. Stick it up your tailpipe. That they don't do it as much. <laughs> so I usually listen to whatever that news station WBAB. Uh, what? so WBAB WBAP. There you go. <laughs> Did I say B? It's got a P at the end. The so, one that I show up on every once in a while. Yeah, that the uh, Dustin from the Jerry Jones Massacre Podcast Show. Great name, by the way. Anyway, that's the greatest podcast. Have y'all heard this radio spot that? It's kind of disgusting because it's the it's the media conglomerates that own radio. You, you got your what is it? Cumulus, Clear Channel, uh, all your iHeart Radio, all that, and basically they're coming on and saying, "Hey, we want to uh, pay, we want to uh, have music on for you because you like to listen to music." But the artists now are doing this and they're making us pay. Da da da. I'm like. How fucking dare you say that to me through the airwaves? That's crazy. And that how, you don't want to pay the that you don't want to pay the artist, and you're saying the artists are ripping you off now. Yeah, I was like, dude, you need to slow your like. I've the the Radio's only the dead. one that it is. It's fucking. They've lost their soul. They've totally lost their soul. And uh, but if you listen, if you listen enough on the news channels during the mornings and probably drive time uh, going home, afternoon drive time. You'll hear the advertisement. It's like some lobbyist group saying, hey, we want to keep playing music because you deserve music. But the music industry wants us to pay. And they're like, fuck you. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, a, fuck you. Every I have time I hear that commercial. Say, so you have heard I've it? I've heard it, yeah. Doesn't that just make your, boy, your blood boil? You're like, are you fucking kidding me, well, man? Well, I get all my music from Amplify 817 now. I don't even listen oh, to the Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Matt, that's a great segue because we're here to announce that we just bought nine frequencies in the DFW marketplace. Perfect. We're going to do music to Mo2 on nine channels now. channels. <laughs> You're going to hear our nine playlist speed. that we create. That'd be, that'd be nice. I saw yours. Got a playlist. Yeah. yeah. We'd be Pretty huge. Exciting. Huge. Yep. That I'm Amplified 817, they're huh? doing it. What? Of your playlist? Amplify. 
No, oh, no, I'm yeah, a huge yeah, fan. We love no, what they're doing, yeah, we love great. it. Awesome. No, no, no. There's no. We just like kicking things that are popular in the nuts. The way you <laughs> chewed my ass over Tim Love, I thought you were about to bust me on Amplify. So Amplify <laughs> is a bunch of bullshit because they've <laughs> teamed up guys. with Ticketmaster. <laughs> no, and where's their amplifiers? I don't yeah. get it. I don't even get this shit. No, what they're doing is badass. What love they're it. doing is really, really cool. Um, I've kind of dropped the ball on trying to get some of their peeps in here to talk about it and stuff. Yeah. And the well, the thing is, here's the bad thing: I don't live in Fort Worth. Yeah. And the show, technically, we're not in Fort Worth city limits, so I can't get a Fort Worth library card without. It was like fifty dollars a year. Yeah, or I was like looking at that because I was That's trying so to look stupid. through their catalog, and it was like, you know, okay, here, here's where you click to get your library card. And I don't actually have a Fort Worth address. Yeah. I have a studio in River Oaks, and then I have a basically a crash pad on the other side of the city, but. I don't have a Fort Worth address, so I can't get a library card. Like, Jesus, You're come just on. You're a nomad, dude. I'm all over the place. I've dude. been told I can go into the radar by using some other addresses. A VPN or... I'll VPN <laughs> into get Amplified. I'll show that I live in Fort Worth. But yeah, I want to I wanna get a bunch of those cats in. There's some stuff that's happening that's very non-traditional with what we've grown up in the music scene that we've been in since we were, you know... 14, 15 years old. I'm blown away. It's, it's uh, different. It's, it's totally it's awesome. original. Yeah. The the fact that the Fort Worth Library is putting on something like that is enough to kind of crank my neck. Like, what do you what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Renting or loaning out equipment so that musicians can use stuff that they couldn't afford otherwise and uh, supporting local musicians and putting them out there. Uh, but that event they did, what? I don't know. 817. Yeah. The Fort Worth Day. Yeah. Um, day one seven day. And who they had up on stage, and I missed the first one, is Grant. I didn't get to see that one because I was too busy talking mm-hmm. to you and some other nerds. Yeah. Um, but Ben C. Jones, mm-hmm. um, Avery. Cutthroat Finches, and Avery. Incredible. Yeah. That's and a the, great The day. fact that they put that on, it was free to the public. A few years ago, they did a whole streaming New Year's Eve thing. Oh, really? That was badass. I thought Amplify's only been around for like two years. Well, the, maybe it was their yeah. first year. They okay. did this whole thing where you could stream, and a bunch of our friends were on it, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was just cool seeing it all happen. They on have New a Year's dildo Eve. on their show. No, that's reserved only for this do. show. But that's it right. was they bounced around to the different libraries yeah. of them playing a set of songs. Wow. So like Big Heaven and Yokio and uh, Mean Motor Scooter and there was another one that I freaking At different fell in locations? Love with. Yeah. That's wild. Now secretly I I think it was pre recorded. Oh well. So they just make it a lot easier. Yeah, it, but they Work just out the glitches. Sewed it all together and made it a live stream that just you know, showed that night. But it was awesome. Really, really awesome. There was someone Susie, you're in the chat room. Who was that band of, uh, like, Finchy and the Fincherettes or something? I can't remember who it was, but I was like, that's badass. Yeah, they're doing cool shit, man. It was I, cool. It was, a, it was a cool night of, if you didn't have any, it was during COVID, I think. So no one was going out for New Year's Eve. So just sat around and watched this stream, and it yeah. was awesome. See your friends up on TV playing their songs. And our friends out there at Amplifier are pretty badass, too. Yeah, Francisco yeah, great. and Rita and Teresa, they're just good people. It was Frenchie and the what? <laughs> Come on, Susie, it get it together. Frenchie and the something, or something in the Frenchie. It's a live show. We need your help. 
can't type, remember type who quicker, it was. Search faster. I'd have to go and look in the eight one because they're in the eight one seven uh, amplified eight one seven catalog. All right. So you, I have one more thing we, I want to talk about. I'm going to skip over the uh, Formula One talk. We kind of did that earlier. <laughs> um, if you're a fan, this weekend is the weekend to watch. Man, Monza. It's a fun race. It's a fun, fun race. It, it's fast. It'll be early. It'll be like eight o'clock on Sunday morning. And but they race freaking. We we didn't really get into this. Great. Hamilton's got an axe to grind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really really good race. It's a fast race. They the cars run at eighty percent wide open. I thought we race. were gonna get to see yes. uh, Frenchie's Blues Destroyer. I thought we were gonna get to see Hamilton and Verstappen go at it. But well, well, last year this is the race that they uh, Verstappen landed his car on top of him. It was Monza, wasn't it? Uh huh. And yes. Daniel won. Daniel came back and won. Yeah. And had his Monza moment and drank from his shoe, and it was so <laughs> awesome. It was so pretty. I'm going to buy I one of those it. shoes. So the last thing I want to talk about. $298 on clearance. Is that that's how much they are? It's 298 On clearance. Damn it. Is what you told me I had to watch, and then like I need to progress after report. that, four or five other people told me to watch. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Wrexham. It's awesome. On Hulu. It's amazing. What is this? This made the first it's, episode made me tear up. It gives you dreams and hopes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the team that Ryan Ryan Reynolds and Adam what's his Rob. name? Or Rob. Rob McElvey. McElvey. from Yeah, from It's uh, Always Sunny. It's Always mm-hmm. Sunny. Bought a football team. Did this really happen? Wales. Yes. They really bought a football team in Wales. Yeah. They bought a football team in Wales. It's on. And over there, football is soccer. So we're it's talking Hulu, about soccer right, right now. So everybody football, chill out. Football. Football. They bought it for two million pounds. Which is what in like dollar? 2.4 million. Okay. Okay. And they're in complete control of it. This is the documentary of them buying it and going through the everything. It's so fucking epic. I cannot tell you. I can't even explain. Yeah, if you Rob Hulu, didn't, he didn't even know about. Dude. Soccer until he got obsessed with this, and then because just of went one hard. of the guys that works on yeah. Sunny. One of the he's a writer or his assistant or something. On so Sunny. he just started obsessing on it to learn the rules yes. and everything. It's, it's funny because there'll be times where he has to ask someone, What's going "What does on? this mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this our corner kick? <laughs> what is this? What, what are we doing here?" If you don't understand also how the English football rules work as far as it comes to the tier system and how you can be you can um the relegation relegation or be promoted within the league they have the perfect breakdown and what's awesome is the breakdown they show is they use american baseball so they they use the yankees for example like if the yankees are at the you know they're in the mlb and if they lose so many games a year, they're yeah. they're knocked down to the minor league, and then they're knocked down to net, where they're playing, you know, college level. And if yeah. it got shitty, they'd be playing like little league, <laughs> like if they got that bad. Which is, I want yeah. baseball to have relegation <laughs> out of all the sports yeah. we have. That'd be the greatest thing ever. I think I've heard. Uh, but I like having what's the his Rangers name on the ticket. The, the I like guy, having the uh, Craig Miller has said that all along that the baseball should go to relegation. Because you got you got uh, 
the double A and triple A that are. I think some all sports should do. It. Does it work both directions? I mean, oh, could, yeah. you, could so, you have a college yeah, the team? Dallas playing Cowboys pro? could get. So that's booted. the way this works: is the bottom four of the tier get relegated down? The top four, number one, gets automatic placement. The top three have a playoff system to where. Or no, the top three have a playoff system with the top five, right? Total. I think so. Is the way it works, and they get promoted. The thing that's cool about this series. Every season, it's four down, four up. Right. Four down, four up, four down. And multiple leagues, too. Until you get to to the the EPL. The English Premier League, the highest level, which is where you're. Your Manchester United, your Chelsea, your uh, Man City, all that. Are. How competitive would that get? I mean, if, well, if that's why if the NFL had awesome. the risk of college football taking their stadium, that's why they have hooligans. Fuck, <laughs> like they're hardcore. Awesome, and the way the money changes because if you watch, there's some shows it's, on Amazon that are uh, all or nothing, and they will follow down. They'll follow a Premier League team. Here lately, they've been following all the top teams, but they're what, 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 one of the ones I watched. What's that stream on now? Uh, on Amazon. Okay. I need but to they that. followed one that got uh, demoted. Hmm. And what it did to the club, <laughs> and you get to see it from the inside, and it's how depressing. people lost their shit. Now, here's the thing that about Wrexham that, co- that is every team in the entire English league, okay? Every team is associated with with a village okay huh. or a small little that's the town. neatest part of it and this is, is how it just what electrifies made, them this is what made me tear up how was stoked they are how unified no matter what your age is everybody talks about that team and it pissed me off that we don't have that here no, we don't. Nothing. Not close. even nothing. Close. Nothing. The only thing no that, team in the DFW area we're that too big. all of us right. care about. The only thing that's close to that type of thing would be big college football towns like Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and like or isn't that where Alabama's at? Like yeah. big college football towns. A&M, that's the only A and M where they don't have anything station. else. But it is – that's one of the cool – that's it. what I was going to ask you. How cool is it to see this village just light up out of this weird depression? But, man, we've really been kicked in the nuts for the last 10 years. And they're like, this is really cool. So I'm going to give away some – I'm, I'm going to give out. some away in the first episode. Um, like they're – they have to meet a certain percentage. And the team is also owned by the town or by the fans. So you have – you have a, a – team vote and then you have the fans or the people the people that live in the city they have to vote on if ryan reynolds and rob if ryan and rob can buy the team okay they have to they're more worried about that than anything and they have to meet a 75 percent threshold yeah well they destroy it destroy it It it's like 98 (laughs) 98 percent they're all in for it yeah so now they're like oh fuck except for karen down the street so and it's the team. The city goes crazy. The little village of Wrexham goes nuts, and it's just so fucking awesome that I don't want to fucking live here anymore. It's weird because these, these, cool these, these two guys, these two dudes, these two dudes that are our age, are like, like have a major role in these people's lives in this weird in this village. Not weird, but it, this this nice little village over in in Wales. And it's just cool to see, like, Rob, the dude from um, It's Always, it's always sunny. sunny. 
he's like immediately going hard. He's like, you can tell he's going to do whatever he can to make this team legit. He doesn't give a shit. By the way, <laughs> how did you like him making a fat ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich while he's deciding to get a star player? Yeah. Speaking of which, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich now. But yeah, <laughs> it looked good. He's coughing on with his his Trader Joe's of peanut butter. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting studies, like social experiments, where they're trying to identify what it is that makes a difference between the small groups and the big groups. But we have a tribal mentality as humans, and the larger our group gets, the more separated we we kind of become. And you can totally see it true. in traffic around here. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, people cutting each well, other. Well, just look off. at what's happening with politics right now. Well, and and. You go to a smaller town, right. you you see people holding the door for each other, you see the traffic patterns are different, people let you merge, shit like that, but we get more disconnected as we grow, and so you lose something. Whenever mm-hmm. you move from a rural area like that, where you can count on your neighbors to kind of help you out, and then you compare it to something even like Fort Worth, where people constantly say things like, oh, it's the biggest little city. No, it's, you know, we're, we're too big, and you There's lose that. There's a double-edged that. sword of you tribalism. really lose that. Because tribalism, like you said, in a small village behind a, a football team is awesome. It, it's good for, I think, this. the community. Yeah, we could do a whole show a on this. Whole fucking show but, then you, but then look at what's happened with the state of our country right now when you have like the, 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 this, tribe, this almost pseudo-tribalism that's formed over Twitter and social media. We're talking about these people That doesn't count a tribe. No, it's, no, it is the exact same thing. It's what, too big. The, 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 it's the, not you, you are either part of, You're either part of team... Uh, Team Orange Hair Bad, or you're part of what they say are the Nazi uh, fascist, yeah. and which is not true. It's it's that's the thing. Tribalism goes to a certain point where it's good for the community, and then it yeah. starts hurting the. And community. not to discount what you're saying, but that that's a different aspect of it. What I'm talking about is the the, the tight knit group that exists inside these uh, communities with these small teams and things like that. Uh, what you're talking about is is kind of like a religious aspect of following a narrative. You know, the the tribalism that you see inside something like that is toxic and disgusting. That's what I'm saying. Is tribalism is a double edged sword? That's what I started my comment with. It's a double edged sword. In right, some cases, right. it works great, like what we're talking about. Right. But then it gets out of control. It's just like you said. If it gets too big. It gets it gets tainted and it just yeah. it just destroys you know, things. That's also kind of the, like I, this could be my mindset is that whereas in a smaller community, you know, say my neighborhood, whatever, I'm more at one to be with that and not be anything on the national scale. Like just fuck off. I don't give. I a think shit that's what, what we're about do. to turn back to. Actually, I think we're about to start turning more into our local communities and our local tribes is what I think. Yeah. I think because I don't give a shit what's going on. It's nationally like with you should you know, not be having to anything. drive to work every day and think, Hey, how can I make a commonality with this person that, that just pissed me off by almost killing my family and running me off the road. But I got to remember he's part of my tribe, my big tribe and all that. And we're like the ultimate tribe is humans. We're humans. And we shouldn't have to always be thinking and reminding ourselves of that. It would be nice if we did kind of start going back and, and kind of like some of these villages, you know, in Wales and stuff that have these, or, or, or you see what's behind the, the Australian rules, football and just cities in general, like high school football kind of used to be back in the day. It was like you're proud of the yeah. Palestine Wildcats. You're proud proud of the Elkhart, whatever they are. There's been a ton of studies, and I, I have to agree with them. I don't think we're wired to be able to have more of 
a communication or then, yeah, more in touch or be able to have more than a hundred people yeah. at our fingertips yeah. at any given time. That it just doesn't work that way. It, it, it yeah, shit starts it's less and more too, learning, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, shit starts bleeding too much. If you go Empathy back to before to we had social media, how many how many friends did you have? Yeah. You know, I could probably count, you know, maybe twenty friends with ten of them being in my inner circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but now that you've got social media where you have five thousand friends, and you may make a comment about something, and some numbnuck you haven't talked to in six years comes out of the woodwork and just starts attacking the shit out of you. It's happened to us for whatever. Times. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> But they attack the shit out of you for all sorts of shit. And you're like, dude, I don't know. I haven't talked to you in 20 years. <laughs> Why do you I think I care no about I have no idea this? what your yeah. beliefs are. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even – you're – unfortunately, the algorithm doesn't even show me your bullshit you post. So I have no idea. We're right. unrelated. Fuck off. And that's – that's where you start bumping heads and getting angry. What, what but is your move? Do, do you comment on that? Do you respond to it, or you just glaze over it and let it go? It depends on who it is. Yeah, how, and it what really kind of mood I'm in. It so I'll, it, I'll leave the comments up. Like I post shit all the time. Oh, I don't. I, I never delete comments. Yeah, no, I leave no, it mine's up. there. No. I had somebody reach out to me the other day. There's a person who I'll leave nameless. Who I, I don't know if this Hold is true on. or not. I'll take it back. I delete <laughs> comments if they're racist. Yeah, or yeah, crazy yeah. like that. I and I'm. I won't. I'll leave it up. You said that I, shit. You get to own it. And it's, well, it's, a lot it of does times, not deduct from what I said. Well, a lot of times I'll, I'll report it and it will get taken down. Yeah. Well, I'll redo that. I'll, I'll report it that this person I said mean, that. You're to not going to get any kind of negative mark against you for letting this person identify themselves as a dumbass. Right? But there's some people that if you just leave it up there and you don't respond, well, why didn't you fight for me? Yeah. Why didn't you fight for what they were saying? Why didn't you fight for my type of people that yeah. they were attacking? If it's inflammatory, I just leave it alone. But I, I generally, I have never found anything that I've I'm gotten, like, oh, I'm going to have to take that down. We've gotten backlash yeah, to where it's one of those stuff. things where um, someone pops off there, they pop the, the F with a hard T word. Okay, We've had some pretty stuff. spirited guys and girls about certain topics that or have they, said some things. You know, they say like, some stuff, and I'm you gonna, leave it up there, but then you don't fight back. A bad fart and will then you, ruin you, your day. Right, right. Yeah, if you don't fight back, I've heard. You get the backlash of it. The backlash of, well, why didn't you stand yeah, up I get for that. Why you're, didn't you do you're, this? You're talking about them that? attacking somebody personally and stuff. Yeah, and, it's, and it's bad. The or, incident that I'm talking about is personal, but I haven't heard from this person to know any better. But the comment that I got is, do you know that this person is under FBI investigation for posting pictures of their child, inappropriate pictures. Wow. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> holy fuck. That was posted on one of your posts on social media? On one of my, well, on one of my episodes. That's when you just Damn. back up and you're like, dude, the guy has Oh, is it a issues. guest on your show? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Mike off. I want to know who this is now. <laughs> <laughs> we've never had anything like wild. that. We and have, I don't I don't know that it's true. Nah, There's no we way have, to substantiate We've had some stuff that has been like, hey, you know that band, that dude in that band, he is just got arrested or that DJ used to work with. Like we've had some things kind of like that. But it's never been that hardcore. I mean, <laughs> there's a fucking fly on the wall I'm looking at right now that's got a band member that came in here who was nice as shit. Not going to bring up the name. See the fly, uh, the flyer, it's right there. Oh, I thought you said fly on the wall. Fly, yeah. There's a flyer on the wall, but um, nice as shit. He was always nice to me out in public. Always cool. 
has been around since I was a kid, you know, played shows in the scene forever, him and his band, and then it comes out, he did some diddling and some shit, Mm -hmm. went to jail, maybe in jail or prison now, I don't know, but it's like, fuck, you know... We've this, he was that, on the though. show before all yeah. this came out, you know. And we've gotten that too, though. We've gotten. I can't believe you had that dude on your show. Like I've, I've gotten some of that shit. But there's, there's also an aspect of it, like, well, that it's kind of like that happened to you. We didn't know that went on, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, you can start a lot of people. And this sucks. This totally, totally sucks saying this, and. Don't take this the wrong way, but when it comes to a one-on-one thing, I've seen too many things of shit just being being said to attack someone, right? Or yeah. trying to knock someone you down, and it's not the, the truth. Story, or you, the person making the comment might be full of shit and just trying to attack that person. And I've seen yeah. a lot it, of people be that were just out of their and mind I don't know about you, to attack another person. I don't do background like, checks on my guests. I don't. I don't either. I just, I have them down. We talk about <laughs> We wouldn't shit. be very good at it no. either. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I really it seems that. cool to me. I haven't signed up for that service, you know? <laughs> it, Start it's, pulling people's credit before they come in here? It's terrible, you know? It, I'm it, sorry, you have to be above a 200 to... We're going to need your tri-merge. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, like, what do you do? We had a really close friend in here that said, the one time, they said... I can go on this wall and I can point people out to you that have yeah that have yeah. done things and I'm like fuck you know what do we do well there's nothing we can do we just it's like have when, them in here what was that we didn't know Reddit, that Reddit group that How the girls had it? for a while the girl gang or whatever and we're like finding out about all these people that were on the girl gang list that was bad that was I cannot bad be saying that that's like a little mafia that's gonna come kill you you can't re- yeah. you can't be responsible though for the actions of every person you have in here in front no of the you sure especially can't. if you don't know but if you I if mean you I'm listen- into some gross shit that y'all don't know about yeah, but- we know. Uh, no, <laughs> I did a background check. We ran your credit. Yeah, yeah um, the credit thing was disturbing on it. Well, it's like it's like me and Matt said. How many how many concerts have you been to that you didn't know it, but you you passed a uh, serial killer or somebody that was currently being sex trafficked? I well, mean, that's just or, a, at bars that <laughs> that's at a bar, yeah, or controlled a, a sex trafficking network. Yeah, you know, you never. Fucking no. know. So, yeah, it's true. Like the average person, what do we do? We we looked it up. The average person has walked like thirty times in their life has walked. We, we by. ours. I guarantee you, us, us three are higher than that because yeah, because of what we do. What but, are you yeah. talking about? Walk by what? No, Usually, no, no. The average person or something walks was by thirty a murders. Killer, a murderer. Yeah. Someone that is killed by th- you have come in contact in your life. Thirty. The average. You've come across thirty people that have murdered someone. Yeah, and now out out of war. Out of war out of, scenario. Yeah, a wartime scenario. But it's just straight up 30, 30 murders. And then it was something like two or three serial killers. Yeah. Well, I take a lot of comfort knowing that the odds of more than one serial killer being in this room right now are basically zero. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, don't know that. you didn't run our background check. I know. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted. Okay. So we got way off on that. Can we bring it up in a, yeah, in a little happiest uh, place real quick? And yeah. this is going to have to go fast. I just had to bash on some social media then real quick. But I got the Cowboys schedule for this year. 
Oh, man, I need to bring one in. I'll keep forgetting, man. I'm sorry. Do you want in on this? Is this podcast worthy? What are we talking Do you want to wait till I bring... Oh, we don't have time to wait. No, it starts on Tuesday. We're going to sports here. Are you a Cowboys fan? Don't sports on me. Are you a Cowboys fan? I'm going to disappoint you, but I just I couldn't give a shit less about football okay. or any other sport. Okay, really. never mind. I, because <laughs> we do our win-loss record before the first game of every year. Are you you're going to try to call them? We're going to call them, and usually there's a good bet on the line. Okay. So I was going to say, if you were into this, we could get in on it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you know, it's usually a bottle of whiskey. Okay. Um, good and whiskey then or like? Said, it's got to be decent. I mean, uh, over $50. I mean, come okay, on. Okay, so not TX. It's some to... Land some stiff in here, you know. We, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm down. Let's do it. All right, Matt, you ready? Sure am. Okay, I'm gonna put Andrew <laughs> over here on this side, and at the end of the season, we're gonna see how much we suck. Um, this will be Dustin. This will be Matt. All right, Tampa Bay is the kickoff game. Tampa Bay in this Dallas. Weekend, in are we, Dallas. Are we just doing win loss? Win loss. Win loss. Is it a win or a loss? This is preseason, right? No, this is starting this week. Is oh, okay. the real season? All right. Um, well, then Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa, all the way. So, what are you picking? Winning, Tampa. I'm going to put it. So this is just focused on the Cowboys side of it. So I'm going to say it's a loss. Okay. I'm going win, baby. Matt's going win. I'm going loss. <laughs> Cincinnati. How do you feel about that win now? Cincinnati's going to be tough because what's his name's full on now. That Cincinnati. badass quarterback. Um, so are you going loss? I'm going to go win. I'm lost, baby. Yeah. Against 100%. Cincinnati, your loss? Okay. I'm I've gonna watched go, Dallas play for a long time. I think time. I'm going to go win also. Now, Giants, at Giants. Loss. Mm, they That's the strong... type of game we'll lose. We'll uh, win two straight and go up there and lose that I'm one. going to win that one. How's, how's the Giants doing this season? How's no, it not good. Not yeah, good. They're, still, they're still building. Put me, down, put me down for a win. Okay, win. Put me down for a win, too. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're changing it? God damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. At our Washington here, noon. Hmm. Sunday, October 2nd. Home game. This will be one I have to put up against Jeremy. So Dallas lost. Loss? Dallas win. Dallas win. I'm going with a 4-0 start. I'm going with a win. God, you are going with a 4-0 start. I'm going 3-1. You're going 1-3. <laughs> At the Rams. Loss. Loss. Yeah, loss. 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 At Philadelphia. Loss. Same. At Philly. Philly? Actually, that's the one we usually win and we lose it here. But I, th- I think we're going to lose that game. I'm going with a win. We'll see. At Detroit, or Detroit here. I will be there, so that will be a win. Guaranteed victory. Loss. <laughs> you have a one in seven so far. One, two, three, four, five. Or one in six. Uh, Chicago here. Win. I mean, it's going to be. I can't believe I'm picking all these wins, but win. Yeah. Loss. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to go with a win. They came off Detroit. They're all hot. I'm going to go with a win. Green Bay. At Green at Bay. Bay. Loss. Lambo. Loss. 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 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Minnesota. At Minnesota. Vikings. 
the Vikings. Give me an L. I got a buddy up there. I'm going to say they're going to take it, yeah. A win? Dallas lost. Dallas lost? Jesus Christ. If yours win, they're like (laughs) one in nine. I'm going to go with a loss, too. (laughs) Giants here, win. 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 A win. Oh, they're two and nine now. Indy here, Sunday, December 4th. Dallas win. I'm going to go with a win. I'm going to go with a loss. Cause it's well, you, really, you really, I really don't have with any idea what's going on with the NFL this Dustin year. Dustin like, was 50-50 no on that one. You could tell. Uh, Houston, win. Win. That's here, too. Yep, it's here. Loss. <laughs> Goodness, man. <laughs> At Jacksonville. Raising hell with them Jacksonville Jaguars and Fred Durst. That feels like a win. I don't know. We always lose to those teams out there, the Carolina Panthers and the Jaguars. I'm winning with them here. All right. I'm going to go loss. Okay. Philly here. Win. This is Christmas Eve. Ooh. Loss. I'm going to go loss. Loss. Win. (laughs) I'm going to go win. It's Philly. It's divisional. It's here. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. That's a loss. They uh, they they get distracted too fucking easily. And it's late in the season, right? Motherfucker. Oh no, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's late in the season. Yeah. At Tennessee. Loss. Mm. Put me down for a win. And finally, to end the season, January seventh or eighth, to be determined. Win. Loss against Washington, Absolute sweeping loss. the Redskins this year. Absolute loss, and I will put a win, and you want to win, and Jeremy, we can bet whatever. So you have them going one, two, three, four, five, and twelve for the I've, season. I've been you, you, some, so. Here's the deal. That'd the, be Sean. The Payton reason in. the reason I don't like the cow or football in general, the Cowboys ruined it for me. Like, I'm 37 years old. I've watched them just destroy their entire legacy. So, I'd, they're the reason I don't like football, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all my Cowboys. True. That's pretty true. All my friends out there that are Cowboys fans, you already know this about me. What's my record? I'm pretty positive We're this both year. 11 and 6. Oh, Look shit. That. Yeah. You want to put some tattoos on it? On the face? No. <laughs> no face tats. No facial tattoos. I'll in, I, I'm going to win this one. I feel pretty sure <laughs> no about fa- that. He did that one year, and it came down sweat. to the last <laughs> sweat. <game. laughs> he, he was, was getting on get... my nerves. Everybody talking to me he about was it. getting, getting on my Philadelphia nerves. Eagle like, on his shut cheek. Shut the fuck up, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was all like, everybody said. bring it up. You ready to get that tattoo? Like, shut up, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Your What's the last game? What? Or the No, I got it like the second to last, and then they won. They Actually, they won the last you had to move they? there. There'd be no life left for you. <laughs> Can you imagine running your route with that on your face? <laughs> There's people sitting there. Everybody just fucking like, with you the whole time. I think, was it you or Robotuner were <laughs> like posting pictures of me and like yeah. putting the, the we were photoshopping <laughs> on my cheek? Random moms would be throwing diaper shit at you. It'd we were epic. photoshopping shit. I'm, Robotuner had like was looking at the flights because we were going to fly to Philly, yeah, he was have ready him to do be it. tattooed. And come Damn back. him. 
That's back Damn when the man. podcast was good. Now this podcast <laughs> is one of the best podcasts in North that's Texas. Be- that's before but we apparently were not good enough for you to tell people to vote for in the uh, best. Of. I'm looking at your wall here. You got plenty. <laughs> no, we're. I think we're out. I, don't, I told them <laughs> we were done. done. Oh yeah. What of the, of the weekly? Of Fort Worth. Yeah, they were supposed to name the award after us. It was supposed to be the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast Award. Those bitches. Like the music one for uh, Big Mike, the Big Mike uh, Tribute Band Award. Well, I think so we're once, supposed to. They haven't once, done it. Once we get up to five for they give Panther, award for we tributes, can, we can pick somebody else, right? Sure. <laughs> Does sure. it matter? Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just the best of. I just, I'm glad that the podcast court is back in there because uh, the last three years you had to write in it, mm. write it in. Yeah, and the Funky Panther. Did the uh, best radio, which was awesome. Did they? They won best radio. Oh yeah, shit! Which was great. Best radio <laughs> show or whatever. I was like, it's funny. Y'all just freaking y'all broke the rules. You that's know, what's like ninety one point seven. That's we've, we've that, done some rules. Would stuff. that be a primarily Fort Worth channel ninety one seven? Would they qualify for that? Maybe yeah. because if they beat out ninety one seven, that's epic. Yeah, that's really yeah. They shit. I think last year that's what they did was. They Damn, um, dude. and then our last year, our fifth year, the podcast was off the off the ballot, and we told everybody to write it in in the little box at the very end. Yeah, put the podcast in there and tell them fuck off Fort Worth Weekly podcast. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. And everybody did, and we got it. And then that's, awesome. that's when I said, okay, we're done. We we pull our enough, enough strings. Yeah, yeah we let let's share the wealth. My favorite one though up there is the year we won it with Jeff. Jeff Lord. Yeah. Um I freaking love that one. That one that one's my favorite. That just because we're both on there. Yeah. And that's pretty epic. I can't remember if we won Reader's Choice and he won Editor's Choice. Editor's Choice or vice versa, but yeah, that one was great. Yeah. I love I love that one. That one just because we And I, this was like early in the beginning, so it was cool. Yeah, I'd love to have some shit like that up on the studio wall, but um I'm I'm a fan. So, you know, I I think that every your podcast, uh, Funky Panther, Jeffrey Lords, they're having fun, man. I love y'all's shows too much to be like, oh, I've got the best podcast. I like <laughs> y'all's better. I don't know. I'm a fan. What I love, <laughs> what I love now is that my my podcast feeds filled back up because there for a little bit. What do you mean? A bunch of a bunch of our friends and stuff, a bunch of people I followed. Just stop doing podcasts, so they fall yeah, off. Yeah, but now I've got I've got you, Funky Panther, um, uh, God damn it, Funky Town. No, he's always been on there. <laughs> um, what's their names? The two girls. Oh, Forever Reckless. Yes. Oh, and uh, Fort Worth Famous. I'm so sorry. Susie. Yeah. Well, Fort Worth Famous Fort Worth has always famous. been on there since their beginning, but like now, like. I hated when I had to go back to radio yeah. and listen to shit because yeah. it annoyed me during the day. But well, there was a there was a serious uptick in 2020, right? Everybody had a fucking podcast, and I think now we're kind of on the kind of weeding out the. We find ones out that weren't serious yeah, about. It's <laughs> that's the way it does. Sure, it's, it's because like, everybody will start doing it, and they realize, man, fuck, dr- this is a lot of work, and I don't know if I can keep this work. up. They'll start going to doing it once every two weeks to once every month, month to every once in a while, and they're like, okay, they're on their it's way done. out. It's done. It. Yeah. And I, I kind of went the other way with that. Like I was, 
I was trying to stay very consistent and then I had some life stuff and took like four months off and then it was fire back in the hole, dude. Every single week since I don't know, March of last year. So Yeah. It's therapy. It's cool. It's weird. It is. I think you were talking about on the uh with the Funky Panther guys, the um like they said that it's therapy. Yeah. And that's what me and Matt have said since the beginning. This is therapy. This is this is bowling league for us. This is yeah. Yeah. Um, getting together and just we can we can talk a bunch of shit and get shit off our mind and, you know, just release stuff and yeah. uh feel better can at I, the end of the day being able to talk about it. Can I it get with you people. nerds on my show? Bring you sure. to my studio. Whatever you want. Yeah, I've got whatever. a I've got a new studio in River Oaks. It's about uh, eighteen minute drive from here. I think. No, I love. I'm in River Oaks all the time. No, not tonight. <laughs> Fuck you. Right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess. With the I'm condoms. going to bed with the condoms. Oh yeah, the, loop? the giant condoms I brought you. Yeah, a Magnum. Look baby. at this shit. This is awesome. New car smell. A uh, rear view mirror. Yeah. Uh, Car freshener. Car freshener. Yeah, these are really, really nice. Why couldn't I think of the word freshener? You know what's funny? I'm actually going to use this. <laughs> I'm actually going to put mine so, so when I those, think the me thinks I didn't use. My me thinks fell apart. You, you know how the internet works. Like you, start, you, you start just talking about shit that starts popping up. When I started planning for this event, all this promotional stuff starts showing up. And one day I saw the air freshener thing. I'm like, that's air so fucking stupid. It's awesome. the greatest thing ever. And then I bought a hundred of them. So. The stupider it is, the better it works. I love that's it. what's awesome. And everybody I've given it to has the same reaction I did. Like, oh, this is so cool, man. It is. Stupid, it's so but great. it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking awesome. So your show is going to be Saturday at Pouring Glory from 1 to 6. So if if you need to go to gallery night, there you too. still have time. Well, listen. So I I looked up like other events that were going on in the city. I thought gallery September tenth was great because there was nothing else going on as far as I could find, except for those that like to remember September eleventh the day early. Are you going to gallery it's too much. night? It's too much. So anyway, gallery night. So I found uh, Rebecca Lau. Night. She has a, uh, a metal art sculpture. Uh, gallery mm-hmm. over there on Camp Bowie, and she's doing something from noon till 9 p.m. So I reached out to her, and I was like, hey, let's do a cross-promotion. She was all about it. So what I'm doing is I'm asking people that are coming out to the uh, 1 to 6 at Pouring Glory for uh, this podcast event to either stop by Rebecca Lau's on Camp Bowie uh, on the way to the show or to catch it on the way out. Um, but just a super awesome lady. Her, her gallery's awesome. Yeah, you're into art with your nose up at yeah. the uh, I love art. Different museums. You should check this out. Her gallery's really rad because I've have you I've been, been over there? there working. Awesome. I've been over there working and seen a bunch of it, and it's really badass. It's yeah. cool. I think we're gonna be best friends, me and Rebecca. Yeah, for sure. The um, uh, so yeah, the perfect. Time you've you've timed this perfect because you can still do gallery night. People can still get away and go see the killers if they have killers tickets. At I'll, seven killers at seven seven thirty something like that. I'll find out on Thursday or yeah. Friday if I'm going to shoot it or not. I put in for it like two years ago. Yeah, still got time for the killers, folks. Like the this killer show was supposed to be one of the first shows at Dickies Arena. No shit. Yeah, it was way early, hmm. way early, and they kept pushing out because of COVID. Yeah, and so. Um, I find out about that. We were supposed to play a show that night, and then I'm not going to Dallas. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. 
So I may just be at, uh, if it comes down to it, I may just be at Pouring Glory from like 1 o'clock to like 1 o'clock. Yeah. Just well, been a 12-hour shift. Walk over to Mass, walk back. And the event is 1 to 6. That's when the live music's happening and all that stuff. But we'll be yeah. there chilling. We'll be there hanging out and seeing cool people and doing cool things. It'll so. be fun, man. It's going to be cool. And these air fresheners you that you're talking about will be in the grab bags at the door. Hell so yeah. make sure you're one of the early folks and get one of the grab bags. Because we only often, have 100. How often do you get to go to an event and you get a... It's not a grab bag. In the in the world of entertainment, it's a swag bag. Swag bag. I'm so sorry. You're you right. get a You're swag right. bag. Swag bag. Yeah. It's like what everybody gets when they go to the Emmys or whatever. You know, I can't wait to pick up my swag bag from you. That's got an iPod in it. <laughs> freaking a uh, hundred thousand dollar swag bag. Yeah. yeah. Thousand dollar entry ticket. My Rolex watch. Yeah. And fucking yeah, I'm ready. Roblox watch. I, uh, my Rolex watch. Oh, they Roblox said Roblox. I did get some sponsorship. Sound pretty dope. But <laughs> some I, AirPods. I, I went hard in the paint for this event, and a lot of the money that went into this came out of my bank account. So I hope a lot of people come out and enjoy this shit, and everybody likes having a new car smell air freshener with my logo all over it, dangling from the rearview mirror. <laughs> it could be dangling from somewhere else. Oh, my God. You Stubs. don't want that, though. Don't do it. Eh. <laughs> only live once, right? Yeah. YOLO! We're, we're getting into the holiday season. You can just dangle Time it off Time to be things. jolly. Jingle bells. Why is the word dangle so much fun? That's a really good word. It's dangle? Great word. It is. I'm going to just dangle it. Dangle, dangle it out there. Dangle my dangle dingleberries. all over the place. We've gone for fucking ever. I know. It's time to get out of here. I gotta go. Come dangle with us. Come dangle. Andrew, it's been great. We'll see you on Saturday. Come thank dangle with the dingle Thank y'all for your support, man. You guys are awesome. No, thank you for your support. Wink. Yes. Wink. And we're going to go some camping. We're going to go do some fun things, and we're going to just record it and let people hear Look what happens. Look out, Starbase, Texas. Here we come. Fuck yeah. Yeehaw. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> Till next week. Adios. Happy Tuesday. Mofosh. Mofosh. <laughs>